0: Well, I guess we're going through the entire theme again. Christmas one. This is part two of episode 102, by the way.
1: (laughs) Part two of episode 102. I didn't mean to hit that.
0: One o two one o. No no no. <laughs> <laughs> no no no. No no no. No no.
2: Oh
1: man, we're gonna start this half out um, with uh, well, it's Christmas. It's our Christmas special. So, but this half will probably be airing post Christmas. So it'll be a uh, uh, after it's that week between that Christmas week. Christmas
0: time is here. But
1: do you not find that week between? You know, Boxing Day, and then you got your twenty-seven, your twenty-eight, your twenty-nine, your thirty, and then boom, you've got your your New Year's Eve and your New Year's Day.
0: Yeah, so we those call, six
1: seven days, we
0: call it the taint of the year. The, do you? Is that what you call? Merry taint, miss.
1: Merry taint, miss, because it's it's a it's a vibe, it's a feeling. It's like because you know the kids aren't in school. Most people aren't working. Like my landlord works at GM and he's, or my, my roommate, it's GM guy, and, and he's off. He's off until January. Most people are just off till January. We will be off from Shop Pod until January. You know, we're doing our thing. So it's just like, it's a weird, there's something peaceful about it. Do you know what I mean? There's a, <laughs> there's a peacefulness because there's like no, nothing is, is vital. Nothing is like ASAP. Nothing is happening now because most things aren't open. You know what I mean? Like if if you're a car guy, if you're a car person, you're like, "Oh, I need you to fix my car." I'm gonna be like, "Well, well, that was a <laughs> lot,
0: lot louder than I thought it was gonna be." Trying to make it silent but violent. Silent night, deadly night. <laughs> but we're like, <laughs> shouldn't had all that pork on that pizza.
1: <laughs> I love you guys. Oh Jesus Christ! Anyways, it's a cool time of year. I don't know. There's there is a peacefulness. Like I, there's something about that. Like the 24th is Christmas Eve, so you're probably going to do family stuff. You're probably interacting with people being social. The the, the 25th is the day itself. There's the kids and the presents and usually the big dinner. The 26th is you're either doing one of two things. You're either cleaning up and you're in Christmas aftermath, as I like to call it, which is nice. Usually there's some hangovers involved. Maybe there's some more drinking. It's like, oh, we drank last night. I got a bit of a hangover. It's Boxing Day. Time to have another drink. (laughs) Right? Speaking of drinks,
0: shall we cheers it up? Cheers
1: it up. I'm going to crack this, though. I got to have my... I need to have <laughs> The that. Chaser. I need the chase. I'm going to be out like that.
0: Some uh, old smoky up. Tennessee moonshine uh, hunch punch.
1: 80 proof, motherfucker.
0: That's Down the doing. hatch.
1: Gets better every time. Then you got the 27th. Now, the 27th and the 28th and the 29th are those days where most businesses are closed. But there are some things open, like... You know, the grocery stores are open, right? So if you work at a in in a grocery store, you're going to be there. If you work in a shop, some sh- shops will open. Like um, mechanic shops will open up for those like two or three days till the till the to the twenty Yeah, they might even some shops. I remember working on shops that were open till like four o'clock on New Year's Eve if New Year's Eve was a Tuesday. Fuck you! <laughs> like just close, just close. Give the guys a day off. Like leave it alone. Why make me get up early, go to work, leave early so that I can now be hours. Before I'm supposed to be going out for New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. already tired from being out. Like, just fuck off and give us the day, man. People work hard. They work hard all year, and your dollars don't go as far as they used to. So there's a lot of countries getting a four day work week going. Like, not us, but like over there in Europe. I'm,
0: I'm starting that in January. I'm going to the four days. My man. But you got to do 12 hours, don't you? We're doing 10. That's not bad. Four I, four ten hour days, three days off. That's nice. I'm I think you'll be a happier person. I I generally work ten hours. Uh we've had like mad hours coming into Christmas. So I've been working like five or six ten hour days. So it'll actually be nice for some time off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Good for you. But still ten hour days. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. good stuff. But like a lot you know what I mean? It's it's a weird time of, of the year, but it's a peaceful time of year. I really like it. The taintness. I like taintness. Yeah. It's A right, good thing, Mary Tinkness. And then I am uh, I'm playing a gig on New Year's Eve. This is so that'll be kind of fun. I'll go. I, I'm a, I'm so looking forward to it. I love a gig where I don't have any responsibility. The resp- a gig where I have to like play leads and do all the um, the important stuff. I I'm was gonna show up and get hammered and have fun. And that's the the best kind of gig. I won't remember leaving that gig. I already know that the pack up and the
0: drive home will so, be not existent. So I have to tell the story. God bless Thomas. So we had our work christmas dinner and it was over at bella nate or however you say it i always pronounce it nache uh bella nache and it's a it's a fancy restaurant and from where our entire work group was they had wooden partitions between us and i guess another group and these wooden partitions have uh like glass panels on mm-hmm. them that say the name of the restaurant and so Thomas, he's like, well, you know, I'm not driving. Uh, my mom's going to pick me up today so I can have uh, a few drinky poos. And when I say a few, he he overdid it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't have to pay for any of it, right?
0: No, uh, he didn't have to pay for, no, actually, he didn't. Uh, work, Good. D- foot, paid the bill. Yeah. And uh, and then as I was standing up to say uh, my goodbye to my boss, uh, Thomas, who was just standing idly behind my boss, yeah, he just fell over. <laughs> he just boom. It just fell over into the partition, which fell over onto this this other other side. party. Yeah, luckily the people were gone, and the partition just hit the chairs. And my boss instantly went to like was calling out the the restaurant owner Mike 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 No no we're okay we're okay we're okay nothing broke we're okay <laughs> That sounds so and then and they're like Thomas you okay okay but we're we're okay <laughs> That's it's Thomas did it right He was drinking real styles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. He was drinking real fast, he?
0: yeah and then afterwards when i was talking to thomas afterwards thomas has been on the show for those that don't know thomas was the, the guest you've heard before yeah uh and then afterwards when i was talking to thomas i mentioned that uh i think uh my boss was a little concerned because he's one of our clients now and he's like oh he's a client i was like yeah i'm going there monday <laughs>
1: to the restaurant that you were in <laughs> don't send that guy <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's your. Account- I hope he's your secretary, and not, not one yeah. of
0: your floor guys, right?
1: Yeah. Don't worry, we don't send him to the sites. Uh, he's just payroll. He's an HR guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just make some shit
0: up, right? If we send him out, he'll be working for free,
1: right? Yeah, he'll be here to clean up the mess he made. Uh, that's funny. And I'm, um, you know what? If there's a place to overdo it a little bit, why not overdo it at the work part? As long as you don't, you know, tell your boss to go get fucked or something. You know what I mean? That would be a bad idea. Um. So what I would like to, to, to get into, uh, can we get a little political? I w- I've got a few things that I wanted to play that are a little political. Do you want to get into some notes you have? And then we'll, we'll end the show on 2002. Yeah, okay. We'll call it a day on that. But we should get into some politics now. There's no reason we don't have a solid couple hours of stuff to talk about here for our part two of episode uh, 102. See, I, I, I get. I wanted to call it episode two hundred two because you know when they do seasons, when the season changes, it's like episode. So if it's a season one episode, like season one episode five, it would be one hundred five. Would be the name of the episode. One hundred six, one hundred seven, yeah, and then two hundred one, two hundred six, two hundred two. So because you said this was season two, I now in my head want to rename everything. But you know,
0: yeah. So Ronnie Radke turned 40, not a big deal, just another guy turning 40, except his fans created a video and it got up, uh, put up in Times Square, to which his haters start claiming that's fake as if you could just put a video up in Times Square. Well, on the side of the video were the words pixel star. Uh, if you Google that, it takes you to a website that allows you to get your video up on a screen in Times Square. No idea on price, though, so it it, it is possible. It could cost uh, a couple hundred bucks. Now, people thought he did it, and there are actually a lot of people posting videos to him and f- for him for his birthday online. So it wouldn't surprise me if somebody spent uh, a couple hundred bucks and put the video in Times Square.
1: That's it. I mean, Yeah, for that price. Why would- yeah.
0: As long as there are fans willing to buy his merch off his website for a few hundred dollars, I don't think it's hard to believe that fans would buy screen time, screen time in, uh, cons- or- scream time, scream ah! time, in. I'll show you some scream time. Okay, too much. Uh, okay, and then California approved equal pay lawsuit against Disney. So now over oh nine thousand women are to sue for alleged compensation violations. I mean, because Dis- Disney doesn't have enough money problems. I mean. Disney's woke plan to replace men with bi slash gay women is literally blowing up in their faces. Good.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Could you, uh, could you, could you make this pasta a little bit gay and a little bit lame? <laughs> uh, okay, thank you. And black.
0: But let's discuss why. So we've discussed the whole certain celebrities uh, put more butts in the seats, so that's why they get paid more. Which celebs just don't seem to understand. So regardless, because they can, they'll sue. Disney for a different compensation they received. Let me ask. Let me ask you this: Would you rather see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man or Brie Larson as Captain Marvel?
1: That's a, yeah. Everybody's gonna say they, they <laughs> love. Everyone loves Iron Man. Yeah. The numbers speak for themselves. Exactly. The Iron Man one, Iron Man two, and three are three of the highest-grossing films in the Marvel franchise. And Miss Marvel, the Marvels, and. Um, the the new Captain Marvel, or sorry, the, the Marvels, the original Miss, Mar- um, uh, Miss Marvel, and th- that whole slew of three are are the bottom three. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there you go. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> you guys like girl math? You guys like cat math? <laughs> you guys like all these different types of math? Yeah, that's real math. That's real <laughs> math, motherfucker. Okay, real yeah. math. No one cares about Brie Larson. Yeah. So and I'll, I'll be real. I like the Marvels. I actually liked it. I- I'll say it again. I don't think it was a bad movie. I would say The Marvels is on par with Thor the Dark World. Cuz Thor the Dark World wasn't a great movie, yeah. but it was fun. Yeah. And It was cute. And it was kind of cute to see Natalie Portman meet her meet the mom and everything. You know? Yeah. That was cool. Um I'd say it was on equivalent with Black Panther. Maybe the second whack Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I'd say it's on par for that. Yeah. I would put it on par with Black Widow. Black Widow was exciting and good, but it wasn't like the greatest Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, so I see. Like what you're
0: it's saying, not bad. So you're not putting it up there with the A-listers, but it's it's on the list it's, of.
1: It's not Thor one. It's not Winter Soldier. It's not Infinity War. It's not Civil War. But it's still good. It's still a joy. Like, I still liked it. And I don't care what nobody says that. That fucking scene where they go to the place where you can only talk by singing? Bro, I don't care. It was great. It was fun. It was a bit of comic relief. Okay? I I enjoyed it. That's not good comic relief. I laughed. I thought it was adorable. I had... And then when 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 she... They're like, he's talking. And she's like, he's bilingual. I was like, ah! I'm sorry. I'm all about about it. You got me. You got me, bro. That
0: was cute. That was good. So Alex Jones is back on X, formerly Twitter. I fucking heard about this. This is big news. And they held a spaces session. The spaces section is for audio speeches, basically where people converse, almost like a live stream podcast. So Andrew Tate was also there, Elon Musk. Alex Jones and Andrew Tate both told Elon he's got a target on his back because of everything he's doing, literally standing up to billionaires who try to control the narrative. That I read about like the Biden
1: administration flat out admitted that they've sent people out. Oh to yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. What no, was that? And shit? Yeah, you yeah, sent and, me some stuff. Right. No,
0: yep. In November, uh basically the FBI approached Biden and said, "Hey, can we go after him?" And Biden was like, "Yeah, fucking yeah, 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 yeah do, it, go, do, do it, it. Shut him
1: up. Yeah. Shut him up. He's not part of our agenda." And this is—I was saying this earlier. Like, it's—it's it, it's so hard to really fucking understand what's going on because, like. Every distraction is distraction from a distraction, which is distracting you from the distraction, which is distracting you from what's really going on. Like, it's it's deep. So, like, the distraction of everyone targeting Elon makes you love him, but loving Elon is a distraction yep. in itself because Tesla is not the future. It, it, you know what I mean? We talked about the cobalt, ball. We talked yep. about the unsustainability and how it's – yes – he looks great on paper, but it's not sustainable. In 10 years, people are going to be like, yeah, that didn't work. This electric car thing. We we, we all know it's going to fail. Just like, well, I'm about to get to proof that the COVID vaccine failed. They told you it was good for you. They told you it would help you. They told you you should get it. And now they're like, yeah, it's illegal. Don't pump that shit into anybody in certain states. Yeah. Like, it's getting nuts out there. I'm, I'm going to show proof in a little bit. We're going to get past uh, Mark's notes, but we'll get to that. But, like, the narrative switch... That's even a distraction from the main stuff. So, anyway, sorry to
0: continue, but, like, it's so deep. It's so deep. Now, Washington Post has shared an article that conspiracy theorist, and I use air quotes for that, Alex Jones is back, and people on center and right-leaning platforms recall Washington Post as the pushers of the Trump-Russiagate hoax. But regardless, Elon Musk was asked what he would do if the FBI came to his door to try and control his platform. Musk said he would fight them using the law to the best of his, his ability.
1: Which is, by the way, the smartest response. Because, like, a, a person that's a little off the hinges would be like, I fucking go to battle. I go to war. You know what I mean? Like, there are, if he was mentally ill or a little bit Stalinistic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and people compare him to him, though. People are like, yo, Elon Musk thinks he's fucking Stalin. I'm like, you guys, the, the fact that he could respond so calmly, collectively, and intelligently, no. Yeah. You know, I love the guy. I hate Tesla, but I do like Elon.
0: Then the discussion came in that they would use law lawfare to war to wear him down, and that's lawsuit after a k a Donald lawsuit. Trump, kind of like what they're doing with Trump right now, trying to infringe upon a citizen's constitutional rights with BS charges that won't stick, but waste taxpayer money and the defendant's money. How many
1: lawyers do you think Elon will have before <laughs>
0: before they indict them all? Yeah. You know, like he'll yeah. probably, what's Trump at
1: forty, so Elon will have a couple hundred. <laughs> so any celebrity that's being attacked by the liberals, needs to have at least three digits worth of lawyers yeah. ready to go on retainer. Yeah, that, that You know what I mean? They're basically making it so you're. they want you to bankrupt yourself in the fight. Yeah. But guys like Elon, <laughs> that's an endless well. So good luck. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. I love it. So
0: people were claiming, yeah, but Elon Musk is the richest man in the world, or at least one of, so he can take it. Well, let's go back and see how much Alex Jones owns for speaking his mind, which wasn't even his opinion. Someone told him that Sandy Hook had some conspiracy actors involved. Jones repeated that opinion, and because leftists wanted to shut conservatives down, they got Jones owing one point five billion dollars. Now, when trial first happened, it came out that he owed something like, like 50, 50, 60000000000 dollars. It's like
1: for what? Yeah, like that's and, how. And the best part is is that they're like, he owes fifty billion dollars. It's like, and you didn't notice? How come? How come your federal government innocent in this because i'm pretty sure if you ask wesley snipes the government's really good at keeping track of what you owe and making you accountable yeah like I, and and that was did wesley owe a billion before they put him away nah nah like the, they don't fuck like that if you owe a hundred grand the government will put you away yeah so this guy owes billions and now they want to call it in
0: it's bullshit. Like just look Well, I mean no, Look no, no. at other people who have owed it doesn't work like that. But it's but it's not even just that he owes. It was that he repeated somebody else's opinion and because of that it All was of a sudden, no. it was deemed insensitive and now he owes 1.5 billion because okay. of court.
1: And what does that sound like, Mark? Does that sound like social credit? What? Something you said didn't follow the narrative so you don't have enough credits for groceries. That's what that sounds like to me, but on a celebrity level, right? So this is the thing I'm talking about. When people, like, if it's it's happening at the top, it's coming to you, motherfucker. Shit rolls downhill. So if these rich motherfuckers are being hung out like that, you don't think it's going to get to us? So that oh, yes. we can't go to Fresco? Oh, sorry, you went to Costco and you went to swipe and, and your card was denied because you said you wanted to Molotov Cocktail Parliament yeah. last week on Facebook. So you don't get to, to shop this week. Like that's where it gets. Yeah. And this is the this is literally that on a global scale and a celebrity level with dollars that we can't comprehend. If you think it ends with just them, I mean all the celebrities got vaccinated and now they're dropping like flies.
0: Yeah. So, you know, anyways. It's just the beginning.
1: It is. It's the tip of the iceberg. Yep. I'm all warm now. I take my sweater off. I'm all you got me all <laughs> riled up now, Mark. Oh boy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right. What, what else you got? Uh, what else so you got for me? On this beautiful
0: Christmas. The news that is uh resurfaced in Canada is that uh it's now I mean, it was already news before, but it wasn't brought out to the mainstream, but now it's brought out to the mainstream that Trudeau paid influencers to promote uh the COVID nineteen vaccine.
2: Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: But we we are—we are—we already knew that. They're like, we did. But
1: it's—it's not us that needs to be convinced.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: I just love anything that takes—you know—somebody that believes in the narrative, or somebody that's just doing what they're told, somebody who says, anybody who says, "You really think the government's out to get you that much?" Those people—that's we. Because the answer is yes, they are. (laughs) And then they look at you like. How do you live like that? How do you live so paranoid and scared of your government? And it's like I am paranoid and I am scared. You win. You've got me there. But it uh, the human brain is wired for fight or flight. You know what I mean? If you're not if you just want to sit around and watch Netflix and pay your bills and do what you're told, you're you're literally wasting your brain like especially men i i almost get it if like that's why i think my girl is so awesome because she's she's very smart with this stuff and it's not that's this is a sexist thing to say but that's not a common trait in women when it comes to just political intelligence i hate to say it but not a lot of women will 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 get you know a little on the fringe minority as we're called you know what i mean with that type of stuff it's your responsibility as a man it is if you have if you if you're if you're considering yourself you know, a hunter and you're not a gatherer, you know what I mean? Which is kind of what we were supposed to be. If you take this back to the primal instinct, we're, there's nothing, we're not out hunting for rabbits, are we? No, we're not. So hunt for knowledge, hunt for the ability to protect your family and foresee a bad political future. Like hunt for something. That's our goal. That's that. That's what we're supposed to be doing that. You know what I mean? And, 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 this whole shit with the Barbie movie and all these narratives that men and women don't need each other is horseshit. They need us as much as we need them, and it's this type of stuff you know what I mean? hunt for the information hunt for the truth if you're if you're not out hunting for rabbits and food, then go then hunt for something you know make yourself useful as a man, please because so many of us are useless right now, so yeah. many of us, and we forgot what it means to be men
0: so I was visiting my mom recently, and when I was talking to her, my mom actually brought up the fact that uh, housing is doubling in price, even though even though Trudeau said no, the cost of housing should go down because they're eliminating the GST on uh the 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 things needed to construct a house. So that the cost of housing should go down. But instead it's doubling. And so when I was talking about this with my mom, she even brings up, you know, and what happened to uh what happened to the money that they they were, he was supposed to be giving us for the uh that grocery um like handout or whatever and I was like mom you don't want this the government is trying to make everybody rely on it if if the government can get everybody to rely on it if you share opposing views it will cancel what it is supplying you and that is the biggest fear tactic and concern so so the point is the government's trying to get everybody to rely on it
1: I think it's interesting that your mother is even noticing because like like I said women in general like they, I don't ugh, I'm not trying to be rude I'm not I'm really not trying to ruffle feathers but more than men they tend to be like well what can I do you know what I mean okay so the government's garbage whatever I, I gotta go to work I gotta pay my bills so you know what I mean it doesn't it, it affects me but what can I do men don't t- t- real men <laughs> don't tend to think <laughs> like that sorry sorry real men <laughs> don't tend to think like that we think Oh my god you know the the government this and that what you know what can i do can i go to the freedom convoy can i drive to ottawa and support can i Molotov cocktail my local Parliament building can i change my mp can i vote for a new mayor what can i do what can i do can i go to ajax and meet pierre you know what i mean like yeah. what can i do to feel better about this whole this horrible country that that i've that that, that that my country turned into you know what i mean and the so this that's why when like when your mom when it, when an older woman so not only younger women don't really tend to care if any type of woman is going to care about the political climate it'll be a younger one yeah. so the fact that one in their fifties or sixties is like yeah this is getting out of control like that's what's getting me the, even the baby boomers your mom's a boomer boomers are like fuck this. And boomers have never said fuck this in their life. Yeah. They've li- they were born into golden state of opportunity. Yeah. They were born in the golden state of real estate, or go- golden age of real estate. And the, everything, music, housing, oil crisis, all of it, wars, Vietnam, Korea, all avoided. All, 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 just like, nope. Dodging the draft, gonna vote for socialists, and it's the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, They really had it. I I wouldn't say an easy go because they worked hard for what they earned. They did earn it. They earned it in a way that we all, because they were taught by their parents to earn it, right? So I'm not taking away from that. But if they're dealing with what they dealt with, dealing with the oil crisis of the late 70s and the 80s, dealing with the stock market crash of the late 80s, dealing with um, um, uh, the Korea and Vietnam War and the dodge draft, uh, uh, the, the draft dodging and the politics behind it, dealing with, You know uh, the Berlin Wall collapse. Dealing, you know what I mean. Dealing with Desert Storm and and dealing with the Cold War of the eighties and Russia. They fucking went through shit. I am not taking away from the boomers, but if someone who went through all that's like, yo, this is fucked up. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like if you are young. If you are young, like we're young. You know, we're both like basic. We're forty, but we're still young to them. Like, we're babies to them. And, and we're like, fuck this, fuck this. I'm like, yeah, you've been saying that since you were a little boy. You've been saying fuck this since the 90s, Alex, when you were bitching about this. You, your generation is always saying fuck this. So it, it gets numb to them. Yeah. But when the boomers are like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's another level. When your mom is saying this is ridiculous. When my mom is saying this is ridiculous. When the people who are... I'm not calling them leftists or liberals, but they are pacifists. Yeah. They aren't interested. Politics is in the back of their brain. It's the last thought on their mind. They just want to pay their bills, see their family, raise their kids. They're very simple in their thinking. They're just very nuclear in their thinking. Very... What my community is important and only that. And they're mad.
0: Yeah. They're dumb. Well, I mean... So, in talking to my mom when when we were talking about like the 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 grocery handout and i was saying well like you don't want that anyways because it was a program created by tax dollars spending tax dollars with no way to bring down that budget
1: yeah it's just it's like a literal it's like your friend borrowing 5 bucks off you
0: and saying i'll give you
1: 10 back <laughs> <laughs> right i'll give you 10 back cuz you let me borrow the 5 and i'll give it back to you next month and it's like all right now the next month comes and he's like listen I need another five bucks. Yeah, you know, and I promise I'll give you twenty. And so you get the five, and now you're gonna give him twenty the next month. And the next one comes, and he goes, "Listen, throw me a twenty. I'll give you back a forty. All right. And now you owe him forty. And then, and this continues until it's the end of the year, and you now owe him five hundred dollars. And he gives you hundred fifty bucks. Now he goes, "Here's your hundred fifty. I know I still owe you three fifty. We'll talk next year.
2: Yeah. That's what it is. I'm
1: not kidding. Like I'm. That is an actual." By the month, what it is? That's it. Just take your buddy and replace him with the grocery store. Yeah, and that's the same metaphor.
0: Yeah. So uh, one thing that I have to worry about with my mom is uh, with where she is in life. She was on disability for a while, but then she reached that age where she can finally just live off her pension, the the CPP. However, with all that's going on, if if Alberta pulls out of the CPP, I know the government is going to mess with my mom's money. And and then my mom it will
1: reevaluate. Yeah, will send a reevaluation. They'll be like, "Well, the pool of money got taken down, so you're eligible for less." Can you fucking imagine, like, oh, hey. <laughs> like all these people, like, like I just talked about how people like your mother, bu- like they built this country, like yeah. they they earned, they 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 bought the houses when when they, when when. There was opportunity for success yeah. based on how hard you worked. Yeah. That's the generation she comes from. She comes from the generation where if you wanted to be a lazy piece of shit, you could be. And those people are dead on welfare or they own nothing. They're like my father. They've got nothing to show for their whole life. Yeah, But there are people who, if you put the time and work in and you don't fuck everything up, you've got something to show for it. You own some property. Right now, instead of panicking because of the economy, you're selling things off so that you're okay, like most baby boomers are. Mm-hmm. So... Can you imagine telling those people to go to work? Yeah. So, uh, my mom, your mom, like my mom and your mom have the same. My mom's a disability too. She has a destroyed shoulder. Completely destroyed. Outside of any other personal issues she might yeah. have. The shoulder itself is a problem. So she can't be at work for that fucking long. She might have to go. If if, if, if her CPP kicks in in two years, there won't be any left by then.
0: Well, and, and the crap thing is it's not Alberta's fault. It's not. They're
1: making the smart move. If you lived in all, it's, it's very similar to that, like, there are no bad guys. That's a, It's not a Star Wars movie. That's why I love Star Wars, because Star Wars really does take the bad guys and kind of gives you that sympathy for the devil. You have sympathy for Darth Vader after you watch the prequels. You see how a beautiful democracy of the Republic can become the Empire. You see it all. And yeah. that's what's happening now. The Confederacy of Independent Systems and the Republic were both good. they both good. Heroes on both sides, right? Yeah. Heroes on both sides. That's the fucking line. That's the line in the scroll. In the scroll. Heroes on both sides and we're in the same boat now. There's heroes in the de- on the liberal side. There are. There are heroes on the liberal side and there are heroes on the conservative side and nobody's winning. The only people who lose are the people. Yeah. At the end of the day. Anyways, tell me tell me a little, yeah, tell me a little bit more about this. The CPP Alberta shit. So if they pull out, how do we know how it will affect people like your mom and mine?
0: uh well no we like, don't will it
1: half what they get will it quarter it will it 20 percent it like what 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 are we talking
0: about i i don't know i think the government would have to pay what they what essentially they already get until they reevaluate so i don't know that that would be
1: that'd be tough yeah. should we get into this video yeah tradition that so i'm just Prime gonna i'll back it up real quick here real quick um, we're just because we're on the topic of housing. I know there's a piano track in the back. I hate when they take a political video yeah. and do the piano yeah. track. Try not to let the piano track get you too hard in the emotional bone. <laughs> this is a two minute video. This is Pierre Polyev, which is the conservative leader that Mark got to meet and touch this man's Said every time I watch this guy, I get more jealous of you for, for meeting him. <laughs> now he's a he's a. This is a man. When I said when I said earlier, I was like, well, if you're a real man, you know, then you 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 question this or you do this or you do that. Like this is the this is the type of guy I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And using everything at your disposal in a, in a clean way to get ahead. Because yeah. guys like me just want a Molotov cocktail. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not the solution, and I know that. I am, when it all falls apart, I'm, I'm what you deal with. But this man, I swear to God, man, I feel like you're Obi-Wan and I'm Yoda, and we're hanging out on Dagobah, and we're looking at each other, and we're like, that boy was our last hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I feel. All right, Pierre, tell me this was a this was in April of this year, so it's a bit old, but it's circulating right now because in January, as you said, the mortgages, yeah, it's all about to implode. There's big mortgage rate jumps if you've got a mortgage after 2018. People like your mom are worried about their their pension. There's a basically if you're a human being in Canada <laughs> and you like to eat you're a little scared about how you're going to do it next year. And this is what Pierre... People are like, well, what can Pierre do? What can Pierre... What genius plan does he have? What's, what is he going to do so much better than Justin? What's he going to do to change? And I, I agree, because Harper wasn't that great. And what was the guy that was running for the conservatives that Justin beat, last Shearer? Shearer. Like, I'm with you. I'm with people who are like, yeah, they're not really offering solutions. But this speech, to me... Encapsulates everything that the Conservative Party is now and it encapsulates how you take a dire situation like Canada in the at this moment and turn it around so that we're not worried about groceries or pensions or transportation. This is how you There's do it.
3: been this tradition that Prime ministers don't criticize mayors, and we use all of the fluffy language you read in press releases about working together in collaboration and partnership for a better future. All the garble that we're so used to hearing. These, yeah, you're right. You better believe a big change is coming because I, I was accused by the prime minister that I would be fighting with the mayors. You're damn right, I'm going to be fighting. I'll be fighting to get housing for our people. Our young people deserve to live in a home, and I will be putting in face serious financial penalties for big city mayors who block housing construction and big building bonuses for those that get out of the way and allow housing to be built. I will, yes, absolutely. No home. We will not be shoveling. Their solution is to shovel another $4 billion into municipal bureaucracy so that there are even more gatekeepers to block construction. My view is very simple. I will.
1: And anybody who know, is smart knows that construction, like, I mean, the streets are a good example, but it doesn't stop there. It goes into community housing as well. You see the guys working on Eglinton Avenue. You see the people working on yeah. Main Street. They make more money the longer it takes. Yeah. They are not given bonuses based on getting the, the work done quickly and not having to come back for repairs on a good on a job well done. They are rewarded for taking longer. Okay, it was supposed to be done in April. Well, now it's May. Well, we'll extend the contract and we'll give you a bonus. Like, that's... That's how it works. It's insane, but when you talk to the people who own those companies, Pay that's literally results. what it's like. Their
3: infrastructure budget from the federal government will be based on the number of keys indoors. The houses will have to be finished and there will have to be people moving in for every dollar they want to get in federal infrastructure money. I will require every federally funded transit station have this high big. density apartments built around and over top. Why is it that Hong Kong is the, mo- the only profitable transit system on planet Earth?
1: It's not just Hong Kong, it's all also London, England. London, England is also a profitable, they call it the Tube. The Tube is quite profitable over there because of this exact thing, because they sell the airspace over the station so they can build apartment buildings so that working class mofos like you and me can get to our mechanic jobs, our cleaning the floor at Costco jobs, and we don't need a fucking journey that burns shitloads of gas. You talk about Tesla saving the world? How about we make it so you don't need a fucking car? How about that? And that's what he's talking about, making it so you don't even need the car. That's how you reduce emissions. Let people drive their gas cars as long as they need to, but build stations like this so you can get to work for free, or not for free, but for the cost of, uh, do it on public transport. Instead of making public transport so bad, I was talking about DRT, you can't even get to work because they've got, there are a lack of buses. That was four months ago, that fucking depot burned down. Where are the fucking buses? Where the fuck are they? She's talking about, I wouldn't need it. I wouldn't need it if they we sell the this. air
3: rights right over the stations so that people live right on top of the transit, and that is the most effective way to do it. But in Canada, because of the gatekeepers and the rich uh, leafy neighborhoods filled with so- champagne socialists don't want anybody else living in the neighborhood and so want fucking the transit true. station all to themselves. That's not going to happen anymore. If I'm going to fund transit stations, I'm going to require that working class people are allowed to live next to them and that they'll be able to live there without even having a yeah.
2: yeah. uh,
1: They'll be able to live there without owning a car. See, that's what, you don't want to talk about reducing emissions and doing better and being green. That's how you go green, motherfucker. Instead of going to goddamn electric. You don't go to electric. How stupid is that make it just make it so you don't need a car but people are still going to need them so make it so the people who need them can afford them and the people that don't need them can get around that is a better solution
0: as long as you're not banning the cars from the people because oh, no. this is 15 minute cities
1: <laughs> yeah but not nah, not really though because it
0: is Everything within Hong Kong is not a 15 minute city though
1: The transit not you're wrong though Because if you live over the transit And that transit will take you to the other side of town That's a lot longer than 15 minutes away That's not the same He's talking about me being able to live in an apartment building Over the Oshawa Metrolinx go station at Nob Hill Farm And being able to go and get on that train And go to Scarborough And work my mechanic job Making 80 grand a year in Scarborough Because that's where the money's at And then get back on that train And be able to go back to Oshawa And not need a car that's what he's talking about. That's not a 15-minute city. You're right; it could lead
3: to that, and you're right. Maybe it's a ploy,
1: maybe. But it's yeah. not, it's better than what we're getting on the liberal side. Yeah. And he's got more to say. One more We've got thing.
3: These big ugly buildings. Thirty-seven thousand federal buildings. Most of them are actually empty, with people working from home. Right, these post-COVID. Big, Empty buildings. They are shrines to the incompetence of this government shrines selling them off to developers So that they can be converted into low-income housing and it warms my heart to think of the beautiful family Rolling up in their u-haul to move into their wonderful new home in the former headquarters of the CBC
1: the family rolling up to their new home in the headquarters of the CBC brawl. I got, I came. I squir- <laughs> I squirted across the room when I watched that video and I heard that. That's like me talking about Molotov. That's how an intelligent man says that's Molotov cocktail parliament. That's how you do it the right way. That's all my passion and all my fucking anger and, and, and all my anxiety about this country coiled up. And put into the brain of somebody with a fucking idea with the, with the yeah Alex I want to burn it too but we can't just burn everything this is how we start fresh <laughs> this is how we do it new you know and maybe you're right maybe it's a fucking trap for the 15 minute city but my god that sounds look at we got the post office in Oshawa empty yeah. why isn't that housing homeless people are overdosing I literally went to a cannabis shop across the street from the post office downtown at Athol and Simcoe and watched. I was. It was summertime. I'm standing there with my mom. We're going to the cannabis shop, getting some green, getting some stuff to smoke. We come out, and we, the same people that we just saw in front of the office are now overdosing, and there's an ambulance. There's a yeah. dead crackhead. And they're right, bro, they're pulling the needle out right there. And the car is all in the public. Pulls it out. Boom. Right there. Right there. I'm standing there with my mom's like, is that guy shooting up? <laughs> like, fucking bitch me. I'm dreaming. And then we go inside, buy our shit, come out, and he's dead. And the ambulance is there. And the three people that were there with him, they're over by the general now. They're right yeah. around the corner, hiding. They're peeking around, making sure buddy's... Because they don't want the cops to ask them questions, right? Because <laughs> they're all holding, right? They're all holding. You know what I mean? That's the city I live in. Pierre wants to take that building and turn it into a fucking housing. Like that, that, How do I not say yes? How do I not get behind that? That's God, man. And even if, that, even if you don't get to Oshawa... If you're going to take Finch Station and put a twenty-story building over top of it and make it affordable, low-income housing, geared-income housing, that's how you do. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how you do it. Now those people don't need a car, and they got to get a job, and they can stop sitting on OW. They can stop sitting on ODSP. They can stop milking the system. They can do something because everybody milks the system in this country because it's better. It's a better idea.
0: And with what I was saying, this is the opposite. This is trying to get people off of government programs. It
1: is yes, because if you take, if you give the opportunity for in, geared income housing to be over top of transit, there's no excuse for you not not to go to Scarborough to get that job. No, and if the Metrolink actually gets fucking built, there's no excuse for you not to go to Bowmanville for your job or where or Port Perry. Like they want all of that accessible without a car. You know, yeah. like I was just whining about how I can't go to the Oshawa Center without it being a kerfuffle for me because I don't I'm not driving at the moment because it is not plausible with insurance rates for me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like this is he's talking to me, man. He and that that was huge that watching that video was big. That's a lot of points talking about selling the space talking about giving people bonuses based on the fact that the house is sold and a family's in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Can you imagine the money? These places build these like tribute communities, Liza, all these motherfuckers. They build these, these, these subdivisions. And they get the money when they clear the land. When you look out, right, and you saw it was a forest and it's just it's just dirt and you see the pipes, right? There's the pipe for the gas and, yeah. and the sewage. And that's it. And they put a stick with the number, lot number two thirteen. No foundations laid yet, right? Nothing's been dug up, not even foundation dug, just mud, and they made the roads, right? They make the roads so you can see where the roads are going to be. That's when they get the money. Yeah. Now, that's when they get the money. Pierre's like, that's not when they get the money with me. With me, they get the money when the key goes in the door, when the family's there, when it's sold. Like, it just makes sense. That, he's not addressing the ridiculous price of housing, because he's not a god. He can't just say, houses are hundred grand. The the whole system would implode. The bank he, he doesn't control the banks. <laughs> he controls the banks and the courts. He's too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's real. Like when I dude, I'm quoting Star Wars again. Like how many times do I have to do it before motherfuckers realize Palpatine runs the country? Yeah. Like I could do it all day. But that's where we're at. He controls the courts and the and the the banks. He's too dangerous to be. left. That's Justin Trudeau, son. Yeah. Yeah. That's Justin right now. <laughs> and Pierre's literally standing... Pierre's Mace Windu. Pierre's pointing at him with a pride. he's like, he's too dangerous to be left alive. Don't be Anakin. Why are we being Anakins and going, no, we need him? Why? What is wrong with us, right? These people who are like, oh, I gotta go to Walmart and Costco and keep shopping for my groceries when I'm telling them to go to Sal's, telling them to go to Almost Perfect, telling them to go to... Caroline's telling them to go to in and telling them to go to country feather Telling them to go to the independent grocers and everyone's shitting on me in the comments You guys are Anakin in this man Why are you <laughs> giving these corporations the power and then they say to me? But what if if I don't go to Walmart and Costco and everyone who works there loses their job? What are those people gonna do and that's where I laughed the hardest mark. That's where I'm like That's the best thing that could happen to them The yeah. best thing that could happen to any human being who works at Walmart or Costco short of a college student or a 16 year old or a young kid like your kid that's getting his first job. Obviously they they that's not I'm not shitting on them. But the people that are paying feeding their kids with that. The best thing that could happen they lose that job. Maybe they'll go start a business. Maybe they'll go work for a corporation who cares about them with benefits, holidays, unions, real shit. That's what they need to fucking do. Go work for GM. Go work for you know what I mean? Go work for something local. Go work I, I do anything, anything. Literally anything other than work for one of these uh, companies where all the money you make goes to an American conglomerate so that they can hoard it down there. Yeah. That's where the problems are. I just love that Pierre's, I don't know, maybe it's a ploy, but I feel like he's talking to me. I feel like he's talking to me. You know what I mean? Yep. I got one more video.
0: All right, let's hear it.
1: All right. This one isn't particularly like, um, you know who sent me this? You know who sent me this? Uh, Was it me? No. It was our buddy. (laughs) Mr. Blankus
0: Oh, okay And I, he doesn't
1: send me much But what he sends me Always counts This is a um, A news story From CBS Okay So this is not Like What what are the, the You know This isn't rebel news This isn't um, You know This isn't that Like everyone's like oh, there, there, there they go There go those shot pod guys You know right. what I mean This is CBS This is corporate broadcasting Okay Alright so this isn't some fucking propaganda bullshit. This was on like the same. This is on the same. But they were they were like, make sure you go get your vaccine three years ago, and now they're going. <laughs> now
4: they're what doing this. GOP say that they believe the vaccines are a biological weapon. As you say, this is the executive committee of the party in Brevard. They haven't hit send on this letter yet, but that vote coming up at six thirty, and I'm told it's fairly likely going to pass. If it does, they're asking state leadership to make it illegal to give or to take MRNN vaccines in Florida. In this four-page letter, complete with footnotes, Brevard County Republicans cite sources which led them to a stunning conclusion. Here it is in their own words. Government agencies, media and tech companies and other corporations have committed enormous fraud by claiming COVID-19 injections are safe and effective. Strong and credible evidence has recently been revealed that COVID-19 and COVID-19 injections are biological and technological weapons. If approved, this letter will be sent to... This telecast- is CBC. I'll say it
1: again. Well, you said CBS. CBS, sorry. CBS. Governor this is DeSantis not This
4: ...is investigating those very same vaccines. That grand jury's job is to determine whether pharmaceutical giants who brought... Yeah. The vaccine turns out...
1: It's just like, who cares, right? I don't need to the rest of it, but it's, it's insane. Insane, insane, insane. This is the same company that was like, if you don't get your vaccine, you're going to die. <laughs> now they're like, if you got your vaccine, you might die. And y'all are still like, I'm going to Walmart, and I'm going to Costco. You know, like, <laughs> you got to see the connections. I'm trying to draw the connections to you. So that was all I've got. I just had to get those two out. I think those are two very important videos. Yeah. That's CBS, bro. That's like ABC or NBC. Like, they're all on the same level. Am I right? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. CBS, NBC abc Fox, it's all it's all mainstream Mainstream. media that's a mainstream that's the cp24 of the states telling you that you just put poison in yourself so you don't need to listen to me anymore you don't have to listen to me anymore crazy alex crazy alex going off about vaccines again shut me off fuck me i'm stupid i don't know nothing i'm just a mechanic what do i know about science just watch the cbs yeah (laughs) you know what i mean that's what blows my mind and it's I'm done shitting on people that got it. We got it for the reasons whatever reasons we did. We need to the reason I'm shitting is because I need those same people that got it to band together and be mad about getting it. I need yeah. you to be angry about what they made you do so you could have your freedom. The same way, I'm sure there were some Nazis that were mad because they had to do some atrocious shit, but if they didn't, they were going to get killed. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? There there is some redemption if you feel bad about it. If you did it to stay alive, man, You got to do what you got to do, but when you're on the other end of it, when you're being tried for war crimes, I don't know if you've ever heard the song by Colorado, the band, where he talks. It's it's called "And So It Goes," and it's a story about this guy. His grandfather uh, fought in the Second World War, and um, he was in a he was Jewish, and he was kept in a concentration camp. And there was a German soldier that was guarding him, and he was like losing it in his cell. And he said, "What would you do if if the Jews invaded?" Germany and and blah blah blah, you would do anything you could to save them, whatever. And this guy let him out. He he let him go. This German soldier went against his orders and let him escape. Okay? At the end of the war, that guy was on trial for war crimes. And the guy he let out, the singer of Colorado's grandfather, went to the trial and said, This is a good man. This man gave me a chance. This man let me go. You don't fucking put him away. Yeah. And he wrote a song about it, and then he went to Germany. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> he went to Germany, found the grandson of this kid, and they met up, and they talked about this, about this amazing story of men getting past politics and just being human beings. You know what I mean? And that's where we are now. We're, we're right fucking back there. Where If you had to do what you had to do, t- you know what I mean, in 2020 and 21, that's okay. It's fucking redemption time. You know what I mean? And and those of us like me that were that were saying no all along, we don't care that you did it, that you were on that side. We're still here with open arms, saying let's let's ban t- let's be together. Let's let's don't forget we're all human. We all bleed fucking red. You know what I mean? And and for, let's let's get back together and make this country great again because Canada's the greatest country on planet Earth. Yep. And it can be again if we stop fucking listening to the man and letting him tell us what to do and pay what we're supposed to pay. It's it's we got to be done with it. So that that was huge for me. This that hearing that on a CBS, I was like, bro, that's full circle, full circle redemption, the validation in my heart. Because we got how much shit did we get for being anti mask and anti vax? Oh, <laughs> we were destroyed. I mean, I, my own family. Like, if you're a Cobit and you're listening, thanks for not speaking to me for three years because I'm fucking right wing and you're not. You know, like it destroyed a lot. That destroyed a lot of shit, you know. Yeah. I'm really, its just—it's nice to see that, and I'm hoping that people like my family and people that th- that were a little bit like, "Why you didn't get it?" are going to be more accepting of our thinking because this is this is the gateway to do that. Yeah. Well, oh, there's our boy Tom. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, I don't like uh, that. Song. I don't like it at all. I love you, Tom, but, and I'm always gonna have your back. But I don't like that song. It's stronger pop.
0: version is not a. Eh. I
1: it, for me it sounded like we used to do this thing called uh, when I was in Durham, when I went to Durham College it was called a Songs Revealed and it was like this acoustic it had to be acoustic and somebody would show up and and and, and we would book artists and they would submit their songs and the winner would get to record it and maybe get a chance to go to the Junos or some shit I don't yeah. know yeah something like that and we would get entries that were like you know. Sounded like that <laughs> It sounded like Tom's I was like Oh that's pretty good But definitely not the winner yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean Like that, Definitely not gonna win the contest You yeah. know what I mean I, That's that's what that song Sounded like to me It sounded like a crappy Attempt at, at a song I didn't even Normally with Tom I really feel the emotion In his voice I really You know what I mean Like when he says Certain lines And when he sings Even when he sings That slow country song With the country guy yeah. Like there's emotions In his voice I don't feel any emotion With that song It's no. very,
0: very dry to me Yeah Sorry Tom Okay uh, So A while ago, we talked about uh, the the value of the property of Trump's—the value of Trump's property. And we talked about how there was uh, a judge that had already— had basically had the verdict before even going to Yes,
1: trial. yeah. You sent me this uh, video or you sent me something related to it. And I, I'll be real. It was kind of confusing because I'm like, okay, so that's somebody. It was a very short clip, but it's them admitting that they had already, before the trial started, that they, yeah. they had a conviction. So, so,
0: so this video is now uh, admittance again of uh, reaching a verdict before, before the it's trial. A, it's
1: admittance of uh,
0: mistrial. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Because line. I'm not a, because if you're not granting I'm not John Grisham, but I know that's a mistrial. If you're not granting somebody their due process, you're violating their constitutional rights. Right. That's why your Miranda rights. You have the right to a lawyer
1: if you cannot afford one. The state will provide one.
0: Yeah. He had
1: enough money to buy one, but Joe wouldn't let them show. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, you're fucking literally violating. Why do you think? The, do you guys think the Constitution was written for fun? Like, I I think some people people do. I think some people really believe that a bunch of guys post revolution 1778 were just fucking bored. (laughs) I really do. They forget that they did that because when you don't, not a lot of people know. Anybody who doesn't know what Europe, the state Europe was in post revolutionary war, needs to go watch Napoleon. Napoleon came out, it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. It's directed by Ridley Scott, who did Alien, Prometheus, Gladiator. Gladiator. Um, um, a lot of amazing, amazing, amazing. really Scott's one of my favorite directors of all time. And he did an amazing job with this movie and Joaquin destroys the role, destroys it. I don't know why everyone thinks he's so good as the Joker. This is what he's meant for. Yeah. This stuff. But anyways, that's what you're, if you want to know what it was like to live in Europe post revolution, it was fucking utter poverty ridden chaos in the worst ways you can imagine. The worst, no law, no order, Chaos, pure s- chaos. Okay, not over here. We fought the war, we won. We were we were building a country. It was an amazing time. It was the land of opportunity. They called didn't call it that for no fucking reason. Yeah, it was the place to go if you were being religiously oppressed or anything oppressed in any way. Watch because th- that's what happens though when you let Marie Antoinette get hung in the town square and you let your 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 governments take over to the point where the only way the only way to get back on top and it, and the country to be livable is to m- murder them in public and start fresh. It's not pretty. Revolution is not pretty. It's not. And I don't want it for this country. I would much rather reform. I would much rather reform in Canada than than... Revolution, because... Viva la... Viva la revolution! Like, it's fun to say and fun to joke, and it's fun to hang the don't tread on me flags, but, bro, you gotta watch... If you wanna know the cost of Revolution, watch that movie. It's, it's, It's It's a high cost. There's a lot of... There's two generations. It's two generations of men... Because God knows the women and children don't have to do anything. <laughs> it's two generations of men sacrificing their entire lives so that you can have a so that their grandkids have a beautiful free country to live in. That's what it takes. I don't want that for Canada. I don't want Parker's kids to to have a beautiful Canada to live in. I want Parker to have a beautiful Canada to live yeah. in. Why the fuck should it be his kids? He deserves a, 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 the Canada that I grew up in, yeah. and we need to fight for it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so this was uh, the prosecution at uh, openly admitting that uh, the, the trial was over before it began
1: before this it's trial, a short clip. It even began the judge ruled in our favor and found that Donald Trump did engage in years of significant financial fraud we uncovered before this trial
0: so before the even- key part of that sentence what's the key part mark before the trial even began <laughs> the judge ruled in the favor of <laughs> against Trump. Uh, this is what Attorney General Letitia James said in a video she posted on X.
1: <laughs> They're getting really lazy with their with their um with their words because like uh, there's other times I don't know if you've seen where there, where um I saw this video where somebody was talking about diet some older and they were talking about eating this eating that and then she said eating babies and and just kept talking like it like she didn't even say it yeah and someone was like did she make a mistake.
0: Or did she reveal what's really going on? Yeah. You know? He, he said the outside part the inside part outside. Uh, something I noticed in regards to uh, my my Christmas cover, Santa My Dude, when I asked... Are ask- we gonna play that today? Do I wanna play that today? No no no. So when I asked for permission uh, for this from, like, the official publisher and all that. And they, uh, I got a response. Denied! Saying, I got a response saying Assholes. that uh, he didn't want any covers or lyric changes. Mm-hmm. Well, on Michael Buble's Christmas, he did a male version of Santa Baby, and it's Santa Buddy. So he changed the lyrics uh, and did things in a guy's perspective. And I was like, what? Well, that this year? Did that just come out this year? No, no, no. It's older. He's, yeah, he's had this for years. I was like,
1: but... Okay, so can you, did- do, can you do me a favor and send them another email with that an attachment to Buble's song and say, seems like you don't have a problem with that at all. Can you please... <laughs> it? No, I'm not kidding. Because we've been... Bitch, I, we want to put that out on YouTube, but we know it's going to get flagged. Yeah. We want to put it out on all the platforms. I want to play it on the show, but we, we were worried about getting fucked for it. Yeah. Let's ten- do it. Seriously. Send a letter with the link and say... I, I, you don't seem to have a problem with the with the lyrics being changed, as long as it you know keeps the song in a positive light, which mine definitely does, in a very similar way that Michael's does. Yeah. Compare it to Michael. Make yourself out to be just as good, if not better, than Michael Bublé, because I believe in you. Okay, <laughs> fuck, fuck seriously. And because I'm telling you, man. <laughs> talking about all my favorite Christmas songs in the first half of the episode. Talking about, what were we talking about? Rob Halford, talking about the Weezer. What about what about the Twisted Sister Christmas, you know? Uh, yeah. Or King Diamond, No Presents for Christmas, you know? <laughs> Maybe just listen to the Night Before Christmas soundtrack. None of that compares.
0: Even None uh, of it can touch even, Santa My dude. Yeah. Uh, even uh, watching the Guardian special, hearing Kevin Bacon's song. Yeah. That was a great song.
1: Right? I want... Santa my dude
0: I will not stop ringing these bells until I get it alright you need to stop ringing those
2: bells <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a headache <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: alright 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 all right, all right, all right, all right. now ladies alright now ladies yeah <laughs> oh my goodness I'm having a good time with this episode should we get into two a little bit of time travel little, should we do it should we do it should we do it should yep. we do it should we do it should we do it
0: yeah is it the red one or this one it's the orange one it's this one Mark, what just happened, bro?
2: Lisa!
1: <laughs> We're, uh... Oh, my God. March! Yo, Mark, pull out your phone. What kind of phone do you have? Oh, my God. Do you have a razor? You have a razor right now, don't no, you? No, I have a
0: Nokia. You
1: have a Nokia? Hang on, let me just check my phone. Holy shit! I've got a Sony Ericsson. This is insane. Okay, okay, okay. What's the date on your phone say? It says... What does it say? The date on my phone... It says, well, "What's actually the date?" Says December seventeenth, two thousand two. Is that what you see too? Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely insane. What has been going on this year? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Does it sound like? Does it sound mildly rehearsed, <laughs> dude? There was a lot of war in two thousand two, man. Yeah, because of two because of nine eleven. Okay, so y'all got to keep in mind that. Um, 9 11 happened in September, right? So it was September 11th. So, like, it was late in the year. So, 2002, in the beginning, like, I remember watching Bush bombing the fucking shit out of Afghanistan and in Iraq. Like, I remember watching it live, like, just the orange in the, you know what I mean? They had, they had, they'd have, like, a reporter, like, I'm live here outside of Kandahar. <laughs> You know like it was fucking nuts. <laughs> There'd be orange lights going off in the background. They'd be yelling like then they'd be at ground zero. "Hi, I'm holding four dead refugee children here." <laughs> like that yeah. was it was it was like a little bit traumatizing as a young kid. I was about 14 or whatever. You know 9/11 really really bled into 2002. So let's just say that right off politically yep. 9/11 bled into 02. So 02 was a very paranoid War driven people who didn't care about politics were all of a sudden quite interested, yeah. You know what I mean? The newspapers were all about what's Bush gonna do, what's Saddam doing, what's where's um, what's that, uh, Osama, where's Osama bin Laden, you know what I mean? Like it was very, very hiding in the hills, right? Yeah, hiding in the Afghani hills, right? And it, it was interesting, it was a really interesting time because I mean, looking back, we can see it was all. (laughs) <laughs> Very orchestrated.
0: So we had uh the euro becomes the official currency of twelve of the European Union's members. And
1: it's interesting because to this day, uh how many Canadian dollars is one euro? Like two and a half bucks? You would need a toonie and a quarter to have one euro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm moving to England. Fuck y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kmart Corp uh becomes the largest retailer in American history to file for chapter eleven bankruptcy protection. Really? Yep.
1: Jesus. That's absolutely insane. I'm trying to find like a main list of like main events here. Are you on the what are you on? The wiki page or?
0: I'm on the People History Home. Yeah. The uh so Washington, I don't know if you remember this. I remember this. Uh Washington, DC, snipers. There were two snipers in Washington That was nuts. I remember people. this yeah. shit, man. It I didn't re- matter where you were, you could be walking on the street, you could be in a bus there are people on top of buildings sniping people.
1: Yeah, this is fucking crazy. There was a big drop in <laughs> in the economy um at this time. You know what I mean? There was there was like a lot of uh, after 9/11, wars good for the economy but not in the beginning. Yeah. So there was definitely like this was the beginning of what became the 2008 um housing crisis. Yeah. Um well, oh, I don't want to talk about movies and stuff like that right now. Yeah, we're not there yet. Oh, the O2 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City, that was pretty big. The O2 Winter Olympics took place in Salt Lake City. Uh, Norway won a bunch of fucking medals. That was kind of a big ga- big big deal. and um, what's it called? Brazil beat Germany in the World Cup and that was huge. like th- I, I'm pretty sure a guy in Germany got his uh, his house got burned down. like I'm not kidding a soccer player's house got set on fire yeah. because he lost the World Cup. <laughs> that to me, like that's why people are like, yo, the Super the you know, Super Bowl has like thirty million v- viewers, and people are like, yeah, it's the greatest spectacle, and it's like you know the World Cup has like ten million, like hundred million viewers, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's people. Who, I love football. I think football is way cooler than soccer. Soccer's stupid, but in a world scale, people love soccer.
0: I love well, I, I love the drama. Like somebody like just like brushes the hand of somebody else, and like
1: oh. Not as bad as basketball, though. I'm sorry. The worst sport for that is basketball. Specifically, LeBron. You guys are bitches. I'm sorry. If you play ba- if you play basketball, you're a bitch.
0: Uh, the Department of Homeland Security was created June 7th, 2002, by George Bush. I wonder why. Yeah,
1: it might have had something to do with those two buildings. Yeah, and and how much power and political sway has that had? Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of interesting because I'll be real with you, Mark. I forgot that that was a 9/11. Um,
0: <laughs> so did I.
1: When I read that, I was like, wait, it's like, what? Yeah, it were just created for, ni- for 9-11. For 9/11. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's like, think about it. If you wanted to start a coalition like that, it's almost like you'd have to orchestrate the buildings being fucking blown up so that you could make sure it happened, right? Almost. And yeah. Uh, a yeah. little uh, earworm there. <laughs> what, else? what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? AOL Time Warner um, lost 65% of its value that year. So it was the beginning of the end of some of the big Dot-com shit. You know what I mean? Dot com, that whole dot-com thing of the 90s and the early 2000s was already beginning yeah. to take a shit. What else, what else, what else, what else, what else, my brother? <coughs> anything big like is I'm trying to think anything outside of entertainment here. Argentina had a rough year. Argentina basically collapsed. Um,
0: the Miss World pageant causes riots in Nigeria. I
1: remember that. I remember this stuff, man. That was pretty fucking crazy. Oh, um... The WHO started uh, was 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 uh it w- it had already formed, but this is when it became a, like a a world thing. This was the year that it became like they started becoming like a world entity. This was the beginning of the WHO trying to take over the world. Really, like at the end of the day, this was like the begin the first year they were like, okay, so nine eleven happened. Let's be a world government. Do you guys like NWO? I love NWO. <laughs> That's
0: it. Iraq rejects the new UN weapons inspection proposal.
1: Right? Because they might have a nuke or two laying around and they don't want you to find them. <laughs> right? 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 Right?
0: United Airlines files for bankruptcy protection.
1: Oh, yeah. This was really, really, really bad for the airline industry. I remember after the whole 9 11 thing, <laughs> everyone was afraid to fly. And these companies run on a, like, if we don't make a trillion dollars a month, we can't keep our infrastructure moving. Uh,
0: not a good way to run. Enron, uh, Andrew Fastow, former chief financial officer for Enron Corp, is indicted on 78 uh, counts of wire fraud, money laundering, conspiracy, uh, and obstruction of justice. Uh, dude, the Enron, there's movies about this.
1: Yeah. There's there, If you don't know what happened at Enron and the whistleblowing, like, this is what makes heroes. The people that whistle blew that company, like, fucking Jesus, man, I hope they get into the pearly gates. I, you know what I mean? Like, I really do, because, like, <laughs> now, I was just talking about the following orders, right and about yeah. the, the German who let the guy out and then that guy showed up to his war crime trial to say, "No, man, this man deserves a chance. This is a perfect example of that. Those people did some evil shit, but they had the balls to say no more, no more. No more, don't tread on me. They, were, <laughs> yeah. they, they rise above. be something bigger than yourself. Yeah they took down how many billions what 38 billion dollar corporation to, because of a woman. I was talking about women not being involved in politics, being being whiny, not not standing up for themselves. That was a woman that started that. So, ladies, if if you've got the right motivation, you're just as smart and powerful as we are. That yeah. was a woman that took that corporation. down. there's movies about it.
0: So, Colorado forest fires in uh, destroyed nearly 100,000 acres of land, making them the worst in the United States history.
1: Um, and we, this was
0: 2002, by the way. Not this. I'm this isn't. 2023 that I'm reading.
1: <laughs> okay, say it again
0: then. uh Forest fires in Colorado have destroyed nearly 100,000 acres of land, making them the worst in the United States' history. Almost like this isn't a new thing.
1: Yeah. but it up, 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 but it up. Hang on. The Mar- uh, the su- Okay, sorry. A Palestinian suicide bomber kills 30 people and injures 140 by blowing up a hotel in Israel. Yeah. 2023 or 2002? Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a fucking game? <laughs> Do you? Let's play 2022 or 2002 or 2023 and 2002. There's a good one. There's a good one. You wouldn't know. And then people are like, oh, yeah,
4: Palestine, yeah, they deserve their
1: freedom. They've been fucking around forever. They finally found out and y'all want to defend them. Fuck you. I'm fucking done with this goddamn Hamas argument. Back then, 140 people injured, 30 dead. Just, just another Wednesday.
0: You know, if if back in two thousand two they filmed the children in four K of that hotel,
1: <laughs> everybody'd be like, right? Oh my god! But then the grainy footage of them using a hoe to take a guy's throat off, like, uh, ugh, yeah. right? That I'm, I can't, I can't, man. It changed me. That Hamas shit changed me, bro. It really did because, like, I've I've honestly never gotten into, um, let's call it, what are we gonna call that? What's that area called? It's not the Balkans. It's like re- the most religious, you know what I mean? It's like the, the most controversial part of the Middle East. And like I, I wouldn't touch it because it's just not... White people can't have an opinion on that, but now I do. <laughs> now I do. Yeah. Fuck you, Palestine. <clears throat> Get over here. The chair.
0: Mars Odyssey finds signs of huge water ice deposits on planet Mars. That's interesting, actually. So that was the beginning. That was
1: why it's actually the Perseverance that landed on Mars in what, 2020? I believe it was 2020. That whole thing started because of this. They found... What they thought was water. They were like, okay, there's water on Mars. We need to send something up there to fucking look. Yeah. They haven't found any yet. I believe they haven't found any. They found frozen water very deep, but it's small. And, so,
0: and somewhere in Africa, Elon Musk is like, oh, I just felt a fire light under my ass. What was that? What was it? A fire <laughs> lit under my ass.
1: Why, what, did he, what did Musk do in 2002? Oh, nothing. It's, it's, the, it's, Mars it's thing. the start of the Mars. Okay, you know, he's I like, oh, I
0: want to put people on Mars. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, he was probably already living there by then. <laughs> <coughs> he just came back and be like, hey, y'all should come. Oh, yeah. Don't pass solar eclipse in June. I remember that solar eclipse. It was the last one that we'll see in our lifetime, I think. Yeah.
0: Because we's old as fuck.
1: Uh, blah, blah, blah. Anything else interesting?
0: Let's let's get into uh, games that came out in 2002. Yes. Let's get into
1: the good stuff. So um, the PlayStation <laughs> 2... Changed everything. Yeah. <clears throat> I would. Okay. Can I? St- I'll start. You want to start? Yep. All right. All right. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So Grand Theft Auto had put out their overhead one game and their second game, which was overhead. This was what changed it all. This yeah. was the
0: Grand Theft Auto Three. It was- and the protagonist was voiced by Ray leota
1: And it was all. 3d and you and it was the first one where you did the missions and there was uh, cut scenes and story and voice acting in general there was none of that in the first two the first two did not have that so vice city i think i i love the meme because everyone's talking about gta 6 i love the meme where it shows little homer and he's a little kid playing three and then it shows like middle-aged homer playing five and then it shows like you know in his underwear yeah. fully grown homer playing six that'll be us
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, okay, so we got we also got Eternal Darkness. This was a Big horror game, game exclusive to GameCube, and it was awesome. The game it was amazing. We
1: didn't talk about the GameCube, but the GameCube really.
0: Like, oh, the GameCube was phenomenal.
1: It was. I, I, I don't know if it was phenomenal. Oh, of course it was. What I liked about the GameCube was that it ported a lot. Of, like Sega died, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to port all your games?" And uh, that was awfully nice. I got to mm-hmm. give Nintendo credit for being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Sega. Sorry you didn't make it, but you can port your games to our console."
0: Super Mario Sunshine was not was no Super Mario sixty four, but I loved it. I loved the idea that oh shit, I'm out of water. Hang on, I have to find a, a puddle and refill my. Did you know water that that bags? was the
1: longest amount of time between Mario games ever because nothing for Mario came out between 1996 and 02 right. Is that is a weird fact but yeah, yeah from 96 to 02 and I mean you know Mario, Mario has hundreds of games there was always something in the works maybe a Game Boy adaption yeah. maybe a spin off, but nothing no Mario games but since 64 did so good so, they didn't want to fucking fuck it up. They wanted to make sure they put out something quality. And Sunshine, I'm sorry, Sunshine brought it. It brought it yeah. tenfold. Yeah. Elder Scrolls 3 was a big one. Oh, yeah. Medal of Honor was also big. They had the Allied Assault that came out. Yeah, that, that year. was huge.
0: Huge.
1: Uh, Hitman 2 came out. The first Hitman was big, but Hitman 2 was like solidified. Yeah, yep.
0: Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Academy. Big Anatomy. one.
1: Big one. Not a lot of people like Star Wars games. Um, and up until that point, they were kind of hit or miss. Yeah, they got this was the beginning of Star Wars games becoming dope. They were pretty much <laughs> all really good after that.
0: Yeah, Resident Evil Zero, the first one. Was no mean? wait yeah yeah no it wouldn't it, okay here it says just Resident Evil uh, and oh it says Resident Evil and Zero
1: yeah right, well anyways it was uh it was like a prequel to the yeah. first one right yeah, yeah. it was good. I liked it. Um, Star Wars Bounty Hunter came out that year, too. Yeah. Yeah, Bounty Hunter was really good. Uh, you know what my favorite game of that year was, though? Gone to my head? What? Ratchet & Clank. Ratchet & Clank was Crash Bandicoot meets Sonic meets Mario. It was the ultimate platformer, and it was a PlayStation game, and I absolutely fucking loved it. I thought that was good.
0: Oh, you know, you know what I'm looking at here? Resident Evil, when I'm looking at Resident Evil that came out? It was the remake that came out on GameCube.
1: Oh, okay. So they, like I said, GameCube was that. That was why I loved it because it took all those. Like it was the first Nintendo console that was like, yeah, let's try and get Sega, let's try and get Capcom. You know, let's try and get all these companies that we kind of told to fuck off and <laughs> see if they're willing to port their games to our system. Because, well, like the sixty-four did great. Like at this, at this point, where the ki- like heavy is the head. Yeah. We ha- where do we go from here? We own the console market. Would you like to participate in our world? And and, <laughs> and Capcom and Sega and all them were like, Yeah, we would. We would like that. Yeah. And so they yeah. that, that was why I think the GameCube was so dope. I don't particularly think the GameCube and Nintendo put out very many good games for it. I think it was the other companies that came in that made it so good. Because they also they had a metal gear, remember Twin Snakes? Yeah. The original Metal Gear had a GameCube port. Like, fuck yeah. And mm-hmm. it was better, extra 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 dialogue and it was better graphics but it was just metal gear solid done up in a remake Yep, fuck yeah what else my brother
0: uh we had uh spider-man based off the movie and i mean although it was a linear game it wasn't like free roam throughout the city uh it took me a little bit to get into it but i i ended up loving it i i loved the fight between uh green goblin and spider-man it was, it was really fun need for speed hot pursuit too. I played the shit
1: out of this game. It was a big racing game.
0: Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, the beginning of a beautiful franchise. I
1: love Splinter Cell. It was a really really good franchise. I loved that Yeah. Shit. Absolutely loved it. Um a big video game which also accompanied the biggest movie of the year was Lord of the Rings: Two Towers. It's actually a cool game.
0: Oh man, yeah, it was such a great.
2: Yeah, game. you remember that. Eh?
0: Yeah, going across the castle walls, kicking ladders down, defeating Dude, the that Ur-Kai. was so, it was so fun. fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, doing yeah. it with a friend as well, like it was just co-op, yep. same screen. I, I, that game was dope. Yeah. Uh Mafia. Now Mafia came out as a game that was the first one was kind of top down and then when they remastered it and redid it for the the definitive edition that came out in the mafia trilogy it was just like it was a redone game and it's phenomenal
1: battlefield battlefield's first game came out that 2002 and that is an iconic game that still goes to this day it's got a huge is it not an MM? what do they call that mmo massive multiplayer online now is it Battlefield? Uh, it's just it's just multiplayer online. But I'm saying Battle it was a big deal because it was yeah. the first one and, it, and it's and it's definitely to this day quite popular. Can't
0: now. leave out Kingdom Hearts for all the Disney fans an RPG where you play an anime character and you're accompanied by all the Disney characters.
1: Legend of Zelda came out on GameCube whatever it was called the Windmaker, I think. Oh yeah. So Ocarina, yeah, the Wind Waker. Ocarina of Time had made a decent amount of money. Yeah. Um
0: uh, you got uh, Ratchet and Clank as well.
1: That's what I said. I said Ratchet and Clank was my favorite game of the. Oh year. yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah, definitely yeah. like that. Tekken Four. We were talking about <laughs> the sound of my finger beating the fucking whatever that button was. Yeah, Tekken. But yeah, Tekken Four came out, uh, and I think that's pretty much it for games. I think that's we got the
0: thing. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Two Substance.
1: Metal Gear Solid Two was called um, Sons of Liberty.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And the Twin Snakes remake came out. Interesting. That's all good stuff.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Some quick honorable mentions. Uh, Sly Cooper came out this year as well. Uh, what else we got uh, Red Faction 2 Red Faction I played that that was a big one too as well I would recommend anyone yeah. give that a shot. The Lord of the Rings The Hobbit this was actually pretty big on Gamecube
1: yeah I'd it j- was better than The Two Towers because The Two Towers was good but this one kind of perfected it a bit more because it wasn't based on a movie so they had more freedom yeah yes
0: Yeah. Uh, you got uh, John Carpenter's The Thing that was a cool, pretty cool horror uh, horror not horror. Uh, freedom you're a pretty cool whore freedom force was a superhero computer game that was kind of multiplayer online then you had super mario advance yoshi's island
1: okay so they had already put out mario 64 on the advance a year before right i guess yeah no they didn't that wasn't out yet because if they put out yoshi's island that's a 16 bit so they no, prob- no, no,
0: no, no! But this is advance for Game Boy Advance.
1: I know. I remember. So they, I remember Super Mario Advance One. But we
0: already talked about the release of Super Mario sixty four
1: on the Advance.
0: Not on the Advance.
1: On sixty four. Yeah. So, but it, it came out on the DS. Yeah. Not on the Advance. So, yeah. And I the believe DS is two thousand four. Super Mario Advance, the first one, I believe, was. Mario 1? Well it was it wasn't what was Super Mario Advance. It was a remake of a game, but what game?
0: It was it was uh Super Mario Advance War, was was Super Mario World. Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm never. So that's the first Mario Advance because Mario Advance 2 was Mario 64. Am I right with that?
0: Mario World 2 was Yoshi's Island.
1: I know Mario World 2 was Yoshi's Island. That's the 16-bit original generation. We're talking about the Advance. So Super Mario Advance.
0: is just a Game Boy version of Yoshi's Island.
1: Okay, what was Mario Advance 2?
0: That's what, that's, oh, this is Super Mario 3, Advance 3, Yoshi's Island.
1: Oh, so what was, that's what my question is, what was Mario Advance 2 and 1 Uh, then? yeah, I I believe the first Mario Advance was Mario World. Yeah, on the DS, and Mario Advance 2 was the 64, I think. Don't hold me to okay. that. But either way, the Mario Advance series for DS and Advance or whatever was fucking awesome. It was like the best remakes, good ports, glitches fixed. Highly recommend. Yeah. I used to take them to work. I used to steal my sister's uh, Advance and take it to work doing security. But we didn't talk about what we were doing that year. Yeah, We'll get to good. that.
0: Uh, then you got uh, The Legends of Zelda, Link to the Past on Game Boy. That was... Huge! That was amazing. Very big. Uh, Game Boy yeah. Color. Yeah. And uh, even uh, Four of Swords as well.
1: Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. So games, it was a good year for games, but we're starting to see that the the, the splurge to 3D is getting saturated. Yeah. Um, it's around 2010 that we'll see people start retracting back to 16-bit because now we have amazing graphics, but people like you are still playing. Yeah. Excuse me, still playing 16 big games.
0: Okay, so uh, TV shows that came out in 2000. Firefly will hands down always be my favorite show that came out in 2002. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. It's on Disney Plus.
1: And the so only reason watch I won't it. watch it is because it's, everyone's so disappointed because they didn't end it properly. So I'm but they like, did
0: with the movie Serenity. So... You but fans fans
1: still complain about it though. They still say that they didn't do anything. They didn't do it properly. No, no, watch. no.
0: It's it's a shame that it's only one season. Mm. But the movie was amazing. I'll and, give it a shot. I I'll give it a shot. The, one of these days. You got the wire and the shield, uh both made by Kurt Sutter who would later make Sons of Anarchy. Nice. Uh we got um Birds of Prey. That was a show? Yeah. I remember saw that. that's uh the DC Girls yeah. when you have Barbara Gordon Marley in the wheelchair and yeah. Uh, Jimmy Neutron, the TV show.
1: Very good. I definitely saw that.
0: CSI Miami. This is the start with the, well, Eric, looks like the cats out of the bag. <laughs> Put the glasses on here. Yeah. Bench. bench <laughs> Too much. Yeah. I used to call him the pink weenie. This was also the start of Top Gear with Jeremy Clarkson.
1: Oh, Jeremy Clarkson, uh, James May, and Richard Hammond. and <laughs> And now it's funny because. Top Gear got rid of them in 2016, or think, or something like that. And now Top Gear's canceled. Yeah. They, they did, like, three seasons without the guys. And <laughs> she gone.
0: She gone! And uh, the uh, Crank Yankers as well. These were just like Oh, the, the, hell
1: yeah. So, for calls. those who don't know uh, what Crank Yankers was, a guy named Jimmy Kimmel, who you might know from his show, before he was the Jimmy Kimmel that y'all know, he got together with this comedian buddy his name is adam carolla who is since not friends with jimmy and has gone a totally different direction in hollywood like he he kind of went this way and jimmy went this way but at the time they made a show where they would make prank phone calls and then they would get puppets like muppet basically muppet puppets um to imitate the calls and it was fucking hilarious it was entertaining it was on comedy uh it was on the comedy network was there I don't know you didn't smoke a lot of weed but like if you sat around with your buddies if Crank Yankers was on and you got a buddy over and you guys smoke bowls and watched that show there was nothing better that was the best night you could it have was, yeah, it was really at 15 fun. 16 years old was to smoke weed and watch Crank Yankers man it was funny yeah. it was funny yeah
0: so uh we're going to get into movies and oh, yeah. i i have to say this you one time you got to talk about my I, boy I, Raimi. I, I gotta, let's I, talk I about say, Raimi. Sam Raimi released Spider-Man Tobey Maguire Willem Dafoe, James best Franco. movie
1: of the year. There's nothing will touch it. We, I'm gonna say right now, that was the best movie of the year. It spawned two sequels that were phenomenal and inspired, and and and. Fun. I had
0: everything from video games to action figures to even collecting the, the cards was based on the movie. I
1: remember the preview. Do you remember seeing the preview yeah. and being like, "What the fuck"? Like, like Batman was cool. Batman was dope, but then they had George Clooney, and then they yeah. had, you know, it kind of you're like, okay, so Batman, and then the Spider-Man, came out, you're like. This is perfect because he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and the CGI look good, and
0: and the shots look good. And even the song that accompanied. (laughs) And they say that a hero could save us. I'm not going to stand stand here
2: and wait. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was,
2: I
1: remember that was like, you couldn't listen to the radio without that. It was on, it was on, um, kiss it was on chum it was on edge it was yeah. on every rock it was on every fucking station because it was it was multi-platform right because yeah, it's such yeah. a bitch song it's so soft and acoustic <laughs> right you could get away with it and the video was on much music like repeat like it was number yeah. one on the much music countdown for like fucking year like a year bro you're solid because the movie was so good bro that movie is 2002 yeah i don't give a fuck
0: uh next you go
1: the sec, I would say the second best movie of the year. I would say it gives it gives Spider Man a go. It gives Spider Man a go, it, but it's a different type of movie. Eight Mile. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I saw it in theaters. I remember. I mean, Eminem had just put out Marshall Mathers. I mean, he put out in 1990 or ninety eight. He put out my name, the my, the uh, the Slim Shady LP, and my name is blew him up. Then he put out the Marshall Mathers LP, and it had the real Slim Shady, the way I am, all that. But then in in two thousand two. I believe it was O2 or three that he put out the Eminem show. I don't know. I don't I think the M show was O3 so it was just before Eminem show, but he was it was peak Eminem. Like I if I was to describe to kids listening out there what it was like to be listening to Eminem when he was releasing his best stuff, I can't. I can't it'd be like my parents tried to tell me what it was like when Rush was putting out Tom Sawyer. You can't experience it for the first time unless you have. Listening to Eminem put out Lose Yourself and going and seeing the movie. Do you know that Anthony Mackey played the ba- the bad guy at mm-hmm. the end, right? remember that four park three park two park one one park two park three park none (laughs) just like what like it was and then and what was playing in the background um shook ones by mob deep that was the beat in the back of that final battle bro you remember i I can see you over there tamara you saw you see eight mile when it was out when it came yeah you're obsessed right Bro, that movie fucking changed me. That movie, there's not a lot of movies. Like, you know, watch Rudy, the movie Rudy. That makes you feel like you could be a football player. Yeah. You watch certain movies, make like, literally will inspire you. You watch E.T., you think you can fucking do anything. There are certain movies that make you feel like, as a human being, there are no limits. That was one. That movie with him on the bus, and then he's banging Brittany Murphy in the fucking, in the factory. Like, just, there was, every scene said something. his buddy shot his fucking leg. Like that's the t- like, dude, I grew up in a dirty neighborhood where that type of shit went down like I related more to that movie than I've related to anything <laughs> in my life, and then it was funny because the guy who played proof was Mackay Pfeiffer, right yeah now and, and he's gotten the the line in the song is in this in this life there's no Mackay Pfeiffer. you know what I mean I, I fuck there's there's too much it's you can't until unless you were there, you'll never get it. You'll mm-hmm. never get how amazing it was to be sixteen years old and have that guy telling you you could do anything you set your mind to, man. Literally, that's what he said. You do anything, you say your mind to man. That's what, you know. Yeah. That's how the song ends. Yeah. That's a fucking crazy. You can shit on Eminem all you want, but that's a good message.
0: One of my favorite horror movies, Signs, came out this oh! year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shum-a-lum-a-ding-dong!
0: There that's you go, like, bro. Joaquin Phoenix, Mel Gibson, fucking. Kieran Culkin.
1: God, it doesn't get better. It doesn't. I'm sorry. And then that fucking scene. Were the aliens in the living room? I shit my pants. I saw that in theater. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. I would argue the village was better just because...
0: You mean when the alien was in that closet?
1: No, the alien's in the living room holding his kid. Oh, yeah, At one point in front of the TV. That scene. And he doesn't see the alien at first. He sees him in the reflection on the TV. The shooting, the the cinematography. There's a scene in the basement when the kid is near the furnace and the hand hand comes out. Bro!
0: the but for me when he was trying to look under the door with the with ah! the reflection of the knife and you just have the hand come out and just yeah yeah like, he cuts the finger oh off. yeah oh.
1: no mark honestly those that want to shit on Shyamalama, like you fuck like yeah. i don't care what you say you got six cents you've got this so that's two stone cold killers then he proceeded with village And, and, uh, unbreakable and like, he's fire. He's on fire. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he last airbender wasn't so good, but like, you can't, I would say Shyamalan is up there with Tarantino, Ridley Scott, um, uh, the avatar guy that I fucking hate Cameron and (laughs) Nolan, I would say he's up there and Snyder there. That is the Mount Rushmore. Of fucking directors in my IMO and Lucas.
0: And his cameo where he made himself... The killer. The guy. The guy who
1: killed Mel's wife and Joaquin's mother. Yeah, Yeah. that was insane. And one thing I got to say about Shyamalama is that that subtle character that he makes himself, he kills the role. Like In that one scene... He's so good because he also plays one of the, the, the in um, Lady in the Water, he plays one of the uh, one of tenants. Yeah. And he's so good. He's, yeah. he's my favorite character in everything he does. Anyway, sorry.
0: Uh, is, we got Lord of the Rings Two Towers.
1: Right. I, I'll be real. I, I, I don't go to opening night a lot. I was at opening night for that.
0: Everybody yeah. dressed up as Gollum, dressed up
1: as all these characters. It was really cool to go and line up at the AMC 2-4 in Whitby, yeah. which, at, which it was at the time. Now it's Empire or whatever. whatever. Landmark. I call it the um uh Palpatine Theaters at this point. <laughs> but yes, that's good stuff.
0: Uh we had uh Resident Evil with Mila Jovovich.
1: And who else? Uh the Mexican lady that I really Michelle like. Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. <laughs> she was she's amazing. I mean, she's now a fast and furious girl, but at that time she was badass. Brit- I love that.
0: Brittany's acting debut, crossroads.
1: I have a fucking serious issue with that movie because it's got the same name as the Steve Vai movie, (laughs) Crossroads. So fuck you, Brittany. You should have named it literally
0: anything else. And then get your big title of the year out.
1: Is there one for me? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm not. Seeing it I'm gonna be real with you but You're not
0: the- seeing it Oh it's Attack of the Clones There I, you go I don't even need to
1: look I don't even need to look I know Attack of the Clones came out <laughs> what I, I'm sorry I forgot it was that year No Attack of the Clones A lot of This is of the prequels A lot like Phantom Menace Gets hate or love Revenge of the Sith Gets love only Attack of the Clones I'll be real with you can, can, Do you wanna Will you fuck with me on this If you don't like Attack of the Clones You don't like movies I'm sorry. It's got the lo- the beautiful love story. i sorry. That's a beautiful love story. That's that's well done. It's well done. Although I don't I like sand, bro. Have you said anything? Every man on planet Earth that said some kind of lame shit to get some pussy was like, I feel, I don't know why everyone shits on Anakin. I said stuff like that, so I didn't know. <laughs> You know? Like, I don't, I don't know why everyone hates. And his performance, he was being told to act like that because by Revenge of the Sith, he's overly emotional. Yeah. He's underly emotional for a goddamn reason. It's called character development. I hate everybody. Yeah. I can't stand people who don't like that movie. But I, you know, let's say you hate the Anakin Padme love story. You've got... Boba Fett versus Obi-Wan. You've got Yoda versus Dooku. You've got Obi-Wan and Anakin versus Dooku round one. You've got so much. You've got Anakin killing the, the, the sand people because of his mom. You've got when he falls to his knees and he, and he cries because he's like, Mom, I wasn't strong enough to save you. You tell me, bro, if you want to take... Chris, Hayden Christensen and say oh that, that, that I don't like Sand scene like take the scene where he's on his knees crying at his mom's grave and tell me that fucker can't act <laughs> fuck you you know what I mean that is good acting and then he was shitty acting when he was supposed to be shitty acting it was that's called direct it was perfect it was perfect I'll never I'll never understand hate for Attack of the Clones it's literally one of the best
0: movies ever made still my favorite Hayden movie was Jumper I loved
1: you. I'm i with you but I saw opening night I yeah. was such a Hayden fan After Revenge of the Sith I was there opening night And he was in another one too um, After that Anyways Did you hear that he got back With his acting agency And he's thinking about Getting back into it Like he, uh-huh. he's um, It was released That the agency That got him Hooked up with her Re- For Attack of the Clones When he was doing that He's now back with them Because of his Ahsoka stuff And he did so good Everybody saw How good he was With Ahsoka When he did that thing When she says I won't fight you And he goes I've heard that before. The subtleties like cuz Luke said that to him. And then when when she he's got the Sith eyes and she gets the Sith eyes and then she says, "No, nah, I choose to live." And he goes, "There's hope for you yet." Every agency from here to Timbuktu went, "Okay. Okay, th- this kid's not a joke. Like he's the real deal. Like yeah. we we have we have over What's the word I'm looking for? We've overlooked. Yeah. We fucked up. Because now they want him back in, in, in the Hollywood film scene. So I want to see him in something else So like 2002
0: was the, was the year of Mark and Alex, because you had Star Wars, you had Marvel. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man.
0: Uh, Halloween Resurrection. Now, this one had Busta Rhymes in it, and this was the one where I, where I was like, okay, if he becomes a hero, this is lame. Then he dies. I'm like, hey, yes! And right. then he comes back and kills Michael. I'm like, okay, we're back to being lame. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My favorite movie with Angelina Jolie, or not Angelina Jolie, with uh, Jennifer Lopez, Enough.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. like that movie. Uh, the Ring came out this year as well.
1: Oh, shit. I would, ugh. Okay, this movie, you talk about horror movies, like, I'm not a horror guy like you. Yeah. So you're falling asleep to the Exorcist title screen, right? Because you're a psychopath. I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a made of that cloth. I'll never forget renting The Ring and watching it home alone I'll never forget it in my life, man. I was sitting on the couch, and it was one. I'm not a big horror guy, like I told you. You know, um, Clock Tower bothered me. Yeah. Candyman, bro, I had nightmares. Nightmares about Candyman when I was a kid because I watched it when I was like eight. (laughs) Bad idea. Um, Even Titanic, like I was. I would get like when they die at the end and shit. I'm like, oh, like I'm. I was. I didn't. I just don't like death in movies, man. And then I go get the ring, and that scene when she crawls out of the TV, man. I'm sorry, the well the well scene where the girl falls in the well is pretty terrifying as well. But the scene at the end when she crawls out of the TV, and then the static flashes, and she's just closer, and he falls into the shelf, and he knocks the shelf in his apartment over. I, I shut it off. I was like, pause. Nope. 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 Gotta <laughs> go to the bed. You know what I mean? I was home <laughs> alone. I remember I was watching my sister. My sister's in bed, and I'm like fucking yelling at the TV. Nope. No! No! No, that was like my biggest fear, something crawling out of the TV and this goddamn movie did it. They yeah. did it and it was terrifying because she's out of the TV. So you think the rules of TV don't apply and then the static hits and she just be- appears closer because of like a tracking issue. Yeah. And I'm like, how can there be tracking when she's out of the TV? Like, ah,
2: I, I
0: can't
1: <laughs> You're the fact that you can like watch that shit and just giggle? <laughs> you, I don't I can't, bro. I can't.
0: Uh Christian Bale was also on fire this year. He had two movies. He had uh Equilibrium, which was amazing.
1: Christian Bale, is he one of the greatest actors of our time?
0: Yes. Probably. Yeah,
1: honestly. If yeah. you don't you can shit on name me can you name me a bad Bale performance? Let's try. Let's try. Let's give it a, a performance. Bad. I can't. I can't. Even the prestige. Yeah. Fucking I mean, bad movie, amazing job on his part.
0: Yeah. So uh, there was Equilibrium, but then the other one was Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my God. Rain Man, that fire. was amazing. Reign of Fire. Dragons took over the world. Insomnia? Yeah.
1: Insomnia, I really liked that. Was uh...
0: Cabin Fever was known because in the trailer. So wait, wait, wait. One second. Before I go forward, on Insomnia, you're talking about Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah, which was a change up from his comedy acting and dramatic acting to horror, thriller it I was say. kind
1: of a fad at this point because jim carrey was doing 27 which is yeah. i think we'll talk about in the next couple of years um he did that he also did nine millimeter eight millimeter whatever millimeter it was a movie it was a f- um he played a guy who made films of people he killed or something yeah yeah, 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 yeah there was that yeah. one there's you know it was comedy actors were starting to get into serious killer roles That was the that was the fad at the time.
0: Yeah, Uh, we got so as I was saying, cabin fever. Now the trailer for this was kind of controversial because it they contracted a virus that that so many good movies that basically made their skin fall off, and it and it shows somebody go to like shave their legs and just take a layer of skin Uh, with the razor. uh, Uh, The The Born Identity also came out this year. This was like. I mean,
1: who directed those? That's the, that gets all the credit for being the Bourne guy. What's his name? Because the Bourne movies were all amazing, but they were based on books, right? Are they Clancy books? I believe so. They're Clancy books, right? Yeah. But it was a it was the director that made the Bourne movies so goddamn good. And Matt will say that Matt will say that without the guy who directed them, they would not be what they were. Is that someone we know? Is it a big name? Uh
0: Doug Lyman uh directed them.
1: Okay, I don't know who he is, but yeah. he that was that was a big part of it. Yeah.
0: I love I'll be real with you. I think the Born
1: the Born Identity, The Born Supremacy and The Born <laughs> Ultimatum
0: Doug Doug Lyman who did uh Born Identity also did uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Boom! Also did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Boom! Also did Jumper. Boom! I'm <laughs> t-
1: like that's how you know That's how you know right That's a king That get him a crown Son I love it I love it I love it Yeah, yeah. Check Every movie we just listed Is a fucking Is this killer Yeah Is a killer Can I, I'm gonna be a bitch right now And tell you There was a sad movie That came out that year And I don't care what anybody says If you want, This is how you can tell If somebody's a human being You make them watch this movie If they don't cry Do not talk to this person again a walk to remember with Mandy Moore. I don't oh care, bro.
2: God, yeah, I don't care.
1: That movie will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Samira. Yeah. Honestly, are you having a good day? Not anymore because we're watching a walk to remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, like fuck. Yeah. I love. I that. actually, uh, re- I I saw that movie multiple times, and each time it made me ball. It's because, impossible not because to. Because of the cancer.
1: Yeah, it's just too hard. Yeah, yeah. You, is that what you're dad? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you of all people would get hit more. <laughs> but I don't even have that same attachment. But it's still like, oh my god! And Mandy kills it. I'm yeah. sorry, I love Mandy more. I've always thought she was cool. She, I didn't. I mean, I'm not a big fan of her music so much but she's a cool person and i feel like she was one of the few people that got that really young start but didn't turn into like a slutty whore like (laughs) jewel she didn't she didn't turn into what she didn't do what jewel did or hillary duff or any of these fucking whores that were like yep i'm gonna do two records i'm gonna let my titties hang out and do a pop (laughs) and then do a pop record She never did that she had fucking integrity and i gotta give credit and now she's in that movie us or you or whatever the fuck it's called or that show us is it called us what's it called
2: this, this is, is us. us. Yeah. And
1: that's a bu- I mean I can't watch that garbage cuz it's just it's just like they're literally <laughs> <laughs> they just literally go, What can we, how do we make everyone sad this week? It's the most depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't watch that type
0: of, it's so depressing. That's what the directors do. They're like, okay, they, it's not sad enough. We need to make it sad. Who's got a sad story? Who on the crew has a sad story?
1: Oh, my mom died of cancer and she got raped
0: by German Nazis
1: and we had no money. It's like, all right, that's our story this week. Yeah. Like, It's, it's as yeah. sad as they can get. It's too much for me, but she's amazing in it. Yeah. She's, ama- she's a good actress. I'm glad that she... Had that integrity and, and rose above.
0: So we got to speed through some stuff here. So we got Blade 2, honorable mention. uh Austin Powers, gold member. Oh, <laughs>
2: I love gold.
0: Yeah. Bubba Hotep, which is a, a cult followed horror movie starring Bruce Campbell, where he, have to go where, where he plays. Two
1: parts. We'll give him two full parts. That'd be okay. They, they, they want more, bro. All I hear yeah. from our fans is so, they want more.
0: So uh, Bruce Campbell plays as Elvis. Uh, and he's trying to take down um, a mummy with JFK, whose skin was dyed black. And <laughs> it's it's crazy, ridiculous, but it's hilarious.
1: Three of my—I gotta be honest—I got four movies here that are just What's killers. That? You better get at me with one.
0: All right.
1: You know, you no, you don't know which ones I'm talking about. I got four movies that are just killing me.
0: Are you talking about uh, Red Dragon? Oh,
1: I mean that's that's now five. I mean that's <laughs> five. You got me. That's an amazing. So Red Dragon is a prequel. To Silence of the Lambs. It's yeah. about how Um Anthony Hopkins ended up in prison. But no, that's not what that's all but I, is that not uh help me out. The guy who played Hulk. Mark Ruffalo? No, the other one. The other Hulk, the first one. Eric Bana. The other one. Come on, help me out. Here. Ed Norton? That's the one. Ed Norton. Was that not Ed Norton? Yeah, Ed Norton, Ed Norton was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ed Norton. I, I'm a huge Edward Norton fan. Like, he is probably one of my favorite actors. It sucks he hasn't done anything recently. But, I mean, we're talking Fight Club. We're talking 25th Hour. We're talking so American
0: much. History X?
1: M- AMX, man. You cannot fuck with this boy. Yeah. He's so good. Um, so, I really like him. But, for me, John Q. Denzel oh, Washington. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that was, I mean, he'd already done Training Day. You got Training Day in 01. John Q in 02. Unstoppable unstoppable that man, Mr. Deeds.
0: Which which is a movie he would do later with Chris Pine, Unstoppable.
1: <laughs> yeah, very good. Mr. Deeds. Adam, I would argue Adam Sandler's oh, best. Man. I mean, I think it's the best thing he has. When
0: when uh, that news guy is running away after pretending to rob Winona Ryder when he's running away and, uh, and he stops him by throwing a garbage can at him and like, oh, okay, he's just getting the purse back, but he proceeds to beat the crap out of him and it goes on for like, two-minute scene where he's like it's um because he over keep, the top because he keeps going i laugh so hard at that
1: it's, it's you don't have to rewind that section because it's long enough that you can have a belly laugh and, yeah. and still yeah. get back into the story yeah oh, you got another one for me yeah
0: men in black Two.
1: oh the first one was good second one perfected the formula <laughs> <clears throat> i would argue hey he's a ball chinian. <laughs> The pianist with Adrian Brody. If you're into the, if you like, if you like Schindler's List, if you liked um, Saving Private Ryan, if you're into the World War II movies that really grab you by the emotional balls and tell you who's boss. The Pianist will wreck you. That's a very walk to remember. If yeah. you can't cry during The Pianist, you should probably kill yourself. Yep. You you have no human emotion.
0: We got a Jew on the Grudge. So the the actual Japanese version of the Grudge, which a lot of people will argue was better than um, than the American take on it, but I I love both. I love both. the The Japanese version had some stuff that the American version didn't have in it. When uh, when the woman gets back to her apartment, there there are scenes in there that are terrifying and. This woman right here was terrified of the grudge. Like her, gr- bro- Yo, her no. brother, her brother tortured her. Tamara, just by making the-
1: Tamara, I'll be real with you, but the grudge, If I, I, the first time when it came out in 02, I was like 15, 16, I couldn't get through it. I, I would shut it off and just be like, I'm done. I recently, when I was about three years ago, I was dating a, a girl and we watched The Grudge and I got through it. But I hadn't gotten through it as a kid. I hadn't gotten through it. So yeah. I feel you, bro. It's it's another level. It's a bit fuck more. It's like the ring. It's no, a bit fucked up. So,
0: cool thing. A knock on my door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark <laughs> would do that though. You knew what you were getting into. Cool cool thing though, uh on the Wii, there's a grudge game. There's a grudge game where you walk through the house of the grudge and if there's like a second controller laying around, and... It'll just start vibrating. No, no, no. If there's a second controller laying around, that person can hit a button to activate a jump scare to scare the piss out of you.
1: That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) So, I have this issue with Leonardo DiCaprio. I hate him,
1: and I hope his plane goes down, but... It's just because I don't like his acting. I don't think Leo's a good actor. But I have exceptions, right? Just like I before E, except after C, and there's exceptions. Yeah. There's three or four movies that Leo's done that I'm like, I can't deny his performance. He's He is good. Okay. Um, and one of them came out that year. This is one of my Leo love, you know, hate, hate love is Catch Me If You Can with Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Based yeah. on a true story. It's he kills it. He plays that role so well. At uh, Tom Hanks might have helped kind of raise his acting level up. I'm sure it brought him here because I was Titanic, I was not impressed. I was not impressed with you, Leo. Basketball diaries, I was not impressed. I'm sorry. It's not it's, it's easy. That's an easy role. Yeah. Robert Downey could have done that. Anybody could have done that. I'm sorry. But I really liked him in catch me if you can.
0: Yeah. We got uh the Transporter with Jason Statham. That was amazing.
1: Probably one of my favorite Oh, yeah, Transporters, a timeless movie. Yeah. One of my favorite documentaries of all time was Bowling for Columbine, and it was, um, you know, one of my favorite moments in that movie is at the very end, he's doing an interview with Marilyn Manson, and uh, Brian has gone off the rails these days. He's very into drugs, and he's uh, tied up in tortured porn stars in his basement. Um, He's had a bit of a life, but back then, he did an interview, and I'll never forget, as long as I live, they finished the movie with... with, um, Michael Moore asking him, saying, what would you say to the kids of Columbine? And his answer was, I would say nothing. I would listen, because that's what no one fucking did. Yeah. That was mind-blowing to me. Nice. That was such yeah. an amazing interview. So I love Bowling for Columbine.
0: So there was another actor that was up and coming around this time that was in so many things, and they finally put him up against Tom Cruise in Minority Report.
2: Ah! <laughs>
0: Steven motherfucking Spielberg! Yeah. yeah. So you have Tom Cruise versus Colin Farrell. And Steven's directing.
1: You've yeah. got the king of Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, and he is now on the cusp of creating AI. No, AI already came out. Yeah. AI came out a year ago, right? Yeah. So Spielberg's like, he's like, Jurassic Park. It's just E.T jaws and now he's into the new millennium and he's like here's ai very controversial not a lot of people liked it he's like oh you didn't like that here's minority report here's tom cruise fucking everybody up in a futuristic post-apocalypse dystopia utopia utopian society
2: yeah
1: and we're gonna throw in time travel just for shits and giggles (laughs) like bro it was his it was like steven star wars i know it's not like interstellar but it was out there in that way I love Minority Report I think it's highly underrated Highly yeah, underrated yeah. And people who shit on Tom Cruise And say Tom can't act I say fuck you Tom does have his ego With Mission Impossible And Tom has his Top Gun attitude But if you want real Tom Cruise acting You watch Minority Report yeah. He's good in that movie And yeah would you? Uh, who's who, who's his, uh, the bad guy um, What'd you say sorry? Colin Farrell Colin Farrell who? Went, what did he? That was the 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 catalyst for him to go on and do amazing roles. He was Deadshot or Bullseye. He bullseye. was Bullseye. He went on to do some really cool stuff
0: after this. This Man, put him on the map. Phone booth. Uh, was, phone booth was one of like Woo! the smallest budget movies because it literally was just him at a phone booth talking to Kiefer Sutherland. Two cents. But it was so two cents. So amazing. Amazing movie. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Amazing. I love movies like that where it's that one room
0: yeah. cube.
1: You know, they got, they're out there. These movies where it's a whole base around one area. Yeah. How can I keep your attention and keep the... That's writing. That's writing. they We've lost that in yeah. this age where you could say, I'm going to take two big actors, put them in a room with absolute minimal supporting cast, and it's going to be so enticing. You're going to watch the whole thing yeah. on the edge of your seat. We had
0: Mortar Bur- By Numbers with Sandra Bullock.
1: Uh... La- 40 days and 40 nights yeah Yeah, that's a classic right some classic shit yeah classic shit we can't mess with
0: uh the new guy that was funny
1: uh our boy vin diesel did triple x the first triple x came out which i i hate to say it but you know as a guy i i read to that at blockbuster and watched it one day (laughs) when i was doing security and it was good
0: orange county Tom Hanks' son, bro, the master Jack of Black. puppets. When uh, master yeah. of puppets plays, and they go out in the van. Master of disguise.
1: Oh yeah. no, no, no! You're
0: mass- The master yeah, of puppets yeah, song
1: yeah, yeah. played in that movie. And I was yeah. just, that was the first time. Because now it's all Stranger Things. But back then, that's what Metallica keeps getting these these rejuvenations. You know what I mean of songs. But in that movie, master of puppets got played when they took the van out, and it it was a huge hit. Again, it was like on the radio. Oh, phone like booth now.
0: came out in two thousand two.
1: I know, that's, I thought you were... Qu- no, I was... <laughs> Colin was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Colin was on motherfucking fire that year. Yeah, new guy was actually... I just, I'm just i looking at that yeah. one right now. Oh, bro, 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 bro! Ice Age! Original <laughs> Ice Age! <laughs> yeah. With, like, Ray Romano and John Leguizamo plays the sloth, right? Like, fuck, man. You can't fuck with Ice Age original. That's, yeah. That is absolute classic shit. Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Yeah. And who was the bad guy? Help me out. Bad guy. Leto. Leto was in this. Jared Leto was not. Yeah, I'm but looking. The,
0: the, the bad guy, though, wasn't. Uh... Hang on. No, Forrest
1: Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, Jared Leto. There it is. It was Jodie Foster, Kristen Stewart, Forrest Whitaker, Jared Leto. That is a fucking cast. Yeah. That was an amazing movie. I, I, Jodie Foster's last great movie before she gave up and <laughs> just went into being a dumb leftist fucking dyke. <laughs> she did. She, she became such a political asshole after that. Honestly, can't stand it. But she was an amazing actress before she decided to become a return.
0: Yeah, we got to move on to some music because uh, yeah, pushing it.
1: We're getting it. We're getting it. We're getting it. We got like twelve minutes. We're gonna get the music done. Oh, baby. Why you got to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> I say the way yeah. you're ah, da, da, da. Anyways, Avril put out the first record I ever masturbated to her album cover to <laughs> <coughs> in 2002, which was called uh, Let Go, Let It Go, and Complicated was uh the main single. I really like that song. What about you, brother? What else, what do you have? That uh, uh, w- uh okay, so I was right. Um the Eminem show came out as well as the Eight Mile soundtrack. So, "Without yeah. Me" did come out, right? This looks like a job for me. So, everybody, just follow me because we need a little controversy. Because it feels so empty without the shot pod, <laughs> right? No.
0: Oh, of course. Uh, oh, this was here. We had. Does this look infected by Psalm 41? Still waiting. Yep. Yep. Still hell song. Yep.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, very good. And um, Over My Head. Yeah. Those are the singles. Abs- and I think there was a slow one. Was there not a ballad on there? One of the solo ones? Uh, some Say? No? Not that record? But those three are definitely on that record. They're all solid. All solid, all solid, all solid, all solid. For sure. Lose Yourself, I'd already talked about earlier in the show, but Lose Yourself came out on the 8 Mile soundtrack. So Eminem had Without Me and Lose Yourself. Like, he was the guy, like... That, that, that It was a heavy crown. Like, he had one of those ridiculous French crowns that year.
0: Yep. Uh, we had uh, Corn Untouchables.
2: Oh,
1: I'm here to stay. Bringing it down. <laughs> I'm here to stay. Bringing it down. Burn it down. That was good shit,
0: bro. Uh, we also had uh, Audio Slave this year.
1: Also, Rage had broken up after they put out. Uh, no matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. You know they did that yeah. fucking record a couple of years before, but yeah. then they were done. And Morello, Brad Wilk, and whoever that other guy is, <laughs> got together with Chris Cornell, who had just been uh, dropped from Soundgarden, and they created Audio Slave. And that was the record. With Cochise was their first single, which was the you gave me No, that wasn't just show me how you live. what's the chorus of Cochise? Help me out. Do Come on and save yourself Yeah, that was dope. Up top, up top, yeah, yeah. I gotta do a. Yeah, I'm telling you. Me and Mark are gonna make a fucking Chris Cornell cover. We're gonna play nothing but Soundgarden, <laughs> Audio Slave, and his solo shit. And Mark's gonna sing leads, and we're gonna we're gonna take over Durham Region. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of not a lot of people care, but Alanis Morissette released Hands Clean. I really like this record. I really like this song. It's literally a song about like fucking around with somebody that you want to be in a relationship with, and then they. You know, kind of give you the this isn't serious talk. And then they end up with somebody and it's serious. Right? Yeah. And then they get their heartbroken. And then they call you, going, hey, you wanna come fuck around? And you're like, now I'm washing my hands. I'm done with you. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of liked you, and you were like, "Nope, this is casual." And then you went and found someone else, and they dropped you. And I'm fucking done. And yeah. I think we've all been there. Yeah. I don't. I, I, it's kind of a complicated situation, but that's what that song's about. Not a lot of people are getting that specific with their lyrics, right? Yeah. That's a very specific situation. But we've all been there, and I really like that song and that record because of it.
0: Then we had. Uh...
1: <laughs> oh, you're gonna. You're gonna we, oh, so,
0: so uh, the music video for Dilemma. Was Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland, Kelly sh- Roland. Kelly Rowland, where, where she's on her phone using uh, Microsoft Excel as send her text, a text app.
1: Because at the time they're like, just film her typing in whatever. No one's gonna know. And they
2: didn't realize that
1: this was before the internet, right? Well, yeah. the internet was just starting. They didn't realize how quickly people were gonna be like, what? "That's an Excel spreadsheet. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. I know wanna- I just fucking handed my homework in." Using the same app, yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. can't, you know. Anyway,
0: then we had uh, "Dirty" by Christina Aguilera. Ooh,
1: ooh! I'll be real. <laughs> like I'm, be, I, I was like what, 16 When that I used to watch the Much Music video countdown. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, the song's three and a half minutes. I got three and a half minutes to bust yeah. this load. I'm telling you, man, I that that video was so fucking hot. It's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous. This
0: song blew up bigger than it should have. But it, it was in every single movie and it's m- well known for Terry Crews doing his peck pop too, and his little head bob and head nod, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Is that okay I can play that on guitar? Making to- my way down south talking fast. <laughs>
1: Come on. Da 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 da
0: And I want you.
1: Da 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 da
0: And I miss you. da
1: da 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 Now I wonder. If I
0: could fall into, into the <laughs> Dude, If you don't like that song, you don't like music, I don't care.
1: <laughs> Guys who are into Lamb of God will fuck with that song,
0: I'm telling you. Yeah. There's
1: just good music out there. That was, I was, I You know what I thought you were talking about? The song that made it big that shouldn't have that came out that year?
0: If you're listening. It's getting oh.
1: hot in here. What, what? So take off all your clothes. Sing it. I am getting so, so hot. I going to take my, my clothes off. off. Right? That yeah. was... To this day, that song makes the, uh, okay. the clubs open up.
0: But uh, also that, if you're listening, whoa, bring it back, whoa,
1: very tight, very tight. I'm with
0: that. I'm, I love that shit. Yeah.
1: Um, by the way.
2: By the way,
1: I tried to say I'd be there <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> I love how bom, it bom, changes
2: chicken,
1: Fruit snacks. <laughs> Random words. <laughs> Ball sweat. Cuff shots. <laughs> Ball sweat. diva, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> By the way, I try. anyways, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, classic stuff. There was a lot of good music, man. There was a lot of good music out there. Um, in my place, in my place. I don't like Coldplay, but that was a good song. I will fuck around with that. I liked it, Dirty.
0: Macri- okay, so we got five minutes to end this. So give me one major memory of yours from two thousand two.
1: Oh, this one's tough, man. Signs was big. I'll be real with you. I saw Signs in theaters. I didn't know it was the same director as, as the other movies I'd liked, like Sixth Sense and stuff. Signs was a big movie for me. That movie, I remember seeing it in the uh, Clarington Cineplex that is now surrounded by all these plazas, but I remember going to see it in that year, and it was dirt everywhere. The Canadian Tire, Walmart, none of that was there. But I remember it was new. It was brand, uh, it was brand new. So, so seeing Signs was big. Once again, I was I was a dad. Like my sister would have been, eight, nine, one, two, she would have been four. So and we'd moved to Whippy. We the big breakup had happened with my parents. Mm-hmm. So we'd moved to Whippy, and I was going to start grade eleven. I guess that, so I st- I think I started grade eleven that September. So it was a big transition year for me. We broke that they broke up, and we'd moved to Whippy. So I was a Whippy kid now. And I hate yeah. everybody. So I music. I, I think I messaged. you. We talked about this yeah. earlier this week. You were talking about video games. Um, I will fully. I gotta fully admit. I'm gonna just come clean right now. I was a gamer. I was. I had a Sega Saturn. I had a NES. I had. Um, I had a Genesis. I had. I had a 64. I was obsessed. I had a PSX. I was yeah. into. Two, I was into all of it. This was the end of that. I was yeah. done. I let video games go. Music took my life over. I got a guitar in 2002. I was drumming for my high school band, and my bass player left his bass. I remember he left his bass, and I, I found out what tablature was. I didn't know what tablature was. They said, Go to mxtabs.com. Remember this? Yeah. yeah. You remember MX? Yeah, <laughs> yeah my boy. <laughs> MX with a green screen, and it took forever to load. Yeah. MX was dope, and 9 11 tabs. Those are the yeah. two. And I looked up first riff I ever played, the first thing I played, because I played drums very well. I was a good drummer at this point. I-, I would argue that today I struggle to get to where I was then. Like when I'm warming up and getting ready to play, um, what's that Foo Fighters song I do? Everlong or yeah. w- we're, we're Doing Something Hard. I have to get in the mode that I was in when I was that age because I was very good at that age. And I remember um, playing Fat Lip and Into Deep and being a big Sub 41 and Blink-182 guy. And and just being obs- like obsessed with music, but then he let he would leave his bass. I was in an original band, so we were writing original stuff, and I was trying to be kind of like a Lars meets Travis meets um, I guess Neil Pert. I was getting into rush. I was starting to get into the fills, you know, and the offbeat ride cymbals and stuff. But then he left his bass, and I learned Iron Man. I just remember picking it up and looking at the tab <laughs> and bu- I'm going bump, bump, ba bump. Bump. And then you look at those, and you're like, ooh, this part's hard. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. And going, ah! I made the sound! The sound I hear came out of my hands. The sound I hear came out of my hands. I hear it, it comes out of my hands. I can do that? I can make what I hear come You're, out of you're my like hands. Tom Hanks. I have made fire in Castaway. Literally. Yeah. Fucking literally. I mean, a thousand... Like, it was a moment. I'll never forget playing Iron Man on the bass and going... This is what I want I like the drums And yeah. I'm good But this is what I want Yeah So yeah Big year for me for that I, it's, I, I remember getting By the way ra- uh, Wrapped for Christmas in, in You know Wrapped up Like a yeah. little thing I remember Um Pretty much every record we talked about. Pretty yeah, much every okay. record we talked about, I, I owned at some point. So it was a big year for music. I, I think I rented a guitar in September, and by December, that Christmas of '02, I believe I got my Squire Stratocaster yeah. for my parents used. They thought it was so, that was the guitar. I think I've told this story on the show before. So my parents got it, and I went, oh, you guys got me a nice used guitar. And they went, that's not used. We got that new. And I said, why is there acoustic strings on it then?
2: Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah, had a strap. I, I
1: was like, you guys got fucking taken to town. If they charged you for a new guitar, because this got acoustic strings, it's not new. Yeah. no fucking yeah. way. Yeah. But yeah, I love that. I don't have that guitar anymore, but yeah, it was a good guitar.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. So for me, back in this time, um, so I was with my oldest mother. So uh, this was around the time um, we, we met up on Canada Day of 2001 and like we were talking about dating but by 2002 we were we were dating back together yeah and uh and for me it was i mean she was a big avril fan meaning she had the style of avril down from the the tank tops to the cargo pants to the skater oh, shoes shit. and i was yeah. like i like the style
2: yeah <laughs> Come here <laughs> Bro every,
1: every girl Was into it It was weird for me Because my little sister Was into it But like It was because My little sister Would be doing the ties And the tank tops And then the girls I was like banging
0: Would be doing it And I'd be like This is weird Well I never I never had the tie Thankfully Because I didn't really I thought, Oh
1: I totally stupid. made a girl Wear the tie While I was grabbing her By the back of that hair One time Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah
0: I thought that, that was too. stupid so,
1: so I mean Some uh, girls like to be choked bro <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah
1: no, Avril took over. We got to admit, Avril took over. A skater, I, I mean, we talked about complicated, but I will not deny that Skater Boy and I'm with you, Good so- those are good songs. Yeah. Like, if you don't like those songs, like, fuck you. Like, those are quality. Complicated is a pop hit. If you don't like it, it's pop garbage. I get that. Yeah. But Skater Boy is punk rock. It's fun. I love that, you know, sorry girl, but you missed out. That boy's mine now. We are more than just friends. This is how the story ends. That's a great fucking line and that whole how we rock each other's world. It's a great song. It's a great song. I'm sorry. It's a great song. It's well-written. The Matrix is the band that Trouble Charger hooked her up with yeah, so that she could have that record, and they kill it in the video, and they kill it. It's awesome. It's filmed downtown Toronto. It's a very cool video. And then I'm With You. I think that's probably her best ballad.
0: And then years later, when... uh when I met up with uh, Avril's cousin and, and I was um, playing some songs with this guy and writing songs with this guy, I was like, dude, I have a parody for your cousin's song. And it was all, she was a skater slut. She said, stick it in my butt. He wasn't <laughs> man enough for her. I don't know. If he says,
1: no, I'm not putting it in your butt, it sounds like a man to me.
2: <laughs> right?
1: I don't know. I never get surprised when a girl's like, yeah, so I dated this guy who was always trying to put it in my butt and we broke up and now he's gay. I'm like, and you didn't see that coming? Just saying. All right, but
0: that wraps up 2001 uh, episode 102. This has been or awesome yeah, 2002. Sorry, 2002 episode. Yeah, that wraps up 2002 102. Uh, and uh, merry Christmas, happy New Year's. We wish you a merry Christmas. We
1: wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a shot pod New Year. There you
0: go. <laughs> Start out with Star Wars, end with shot pod.
1: I love it. Um, we'd like to thank everybody who listens to us because, once again, we've hit, like, a crazy amount of listeners this year, and let's just
0: keep it going, man. We hope we're keeping the pump out the good content. Where can we find ourselves? Well, hang on a second. Uh, if anybody's... Remember what we mentioned before. If anybody's bored or depressed over the new year, you could check us out, or check me out on uh, twitch.tv slash shot with a zero.
1: On Tuesdays, 8 p.m., Thursdays, 8 p.m., and the weekend...
0: If you pay attention to the socials, socials, you'll see it.
1: Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. Apple Podcasts.
0: And anywhere else. Google us. We're everywhere. TheShotPod.com. Remember the zero in shot. If you forget the zero
1: in shot, then your Christmas is not going to be merry. That's right.